Spreading faster than a case of the clap in a trailer court. Able to shatter eardrums within a 666 mile radius. A podcast more brutal than all the rest. It's Murder Metal Well, ho fucking ho, Mr. Merry, Shawback. Merry fucking ho ho, dude. How's it going? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good, dude. We're doing uh, episode 37, the year this and blowout episode, Last one of man. the year, definitely, Yeah, dude. it's kind of crazy to think, man. Yeah, 2018, I mean, fucking saying the books, goodbye. In the book, looking better, looking forward to a better 2019. Yeah, dude, we had a good year and only continuing good things for Murder Hell Metal yeah. Mayhem, tearing it the fuck up. First podcast was in April, so it's hard to believe it's been that long ago, but sometimes it feels like it was last month, and then sometimes it feels it was like two years ago. Yeah, for real. kind of crazy. For real. As a listener, it's good to, you guys that have a good run and definitely really well. Yeah, we got uh, the voice you just heard, my son Joe in here doing a little guest uh with us on this episode so joe uh, thanks for coming in um and we're gonna have you kind of chatting with us as we talk about some stuff here and hope uh hope everybody had a good christmas man we had a good one i spent some time at the shawback homestead yeah dude we had some good food and just dude we were jamming it just too, jamming man. music all day long we dude. were jamming Oh, yeah, we yeah, were dude. getting into some decapitated videos. <laughs> Definitely, <then>. dude. Very <laughs> badass. And some other funny stuff. Uh, we had a good time, great hospitality. And we were chatting before the show about some funny stuff or things we got for <laughs> Christmas. What did, uh, did you get anything good, dude? Nah, I didn't get anything really. I don't worry about it. Everybody told, when, honestly, my family doesn't do their family Christmas until after, we don't do our family Christmas till after the first because there's, just so much other shit going on. So right. not this Saturday, but the following Saturday, we'll all get together and that's when we'll do our thing. Oh, that's cool. So that's normally what we do every year just because so much other shit that we're just like, fuck it, dude, let's just put it off. No, that's that's a cool idea. Yeah. I know, Joe, you got some good stuff for uh, Christmas. Would you, uh, anything that stands out? I know you got a lot of stuff, but anything good, special that you got? Well, I got a package that has uh, some mail in it and... Uh... Because you harp on me about the mail, Father. Yeah, so, he gets mail sometimes here. His sister gets a lot more than he does, but oh, yeah, I boxed it up and wrapped that shit. <laughs> you gave like it to present. him as a gift. Yeah, That's yeah. fucking good. I did. Fucking... And he obsesses over this guy, not going to mention the name, and he framed the picture for me and my sister. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. i yeah. seen that. G-Money. I, seen that. I set it by her. Yeah. Uh, G-Money. <laughs> went to her room and put it on her bedside. So yeah, a little bedside nice. manner when she woke up. Now, I got a couple of cool serial killer books, which is always awesome. Um, but one of the more interesting gifts I got, uh, well, I got a lot of good ones. The one that I'm wearing, the shirt. Dude, that Papa's Posse Papa's shirt. Papa's Posse fucking, with the death metal fucking writing. Yeah, is fucking, fucking salute to Maggie for thinking yeah. of that shit, dude. That's yeah, fucking Yeah, me salute. and the grandkids, all three, got the Papa's Posse shirt. So those were awesome. Thanks to Maggie. Got a lot of really good gifts, but probably the most interesting, uh, bizarre sort of gift 
was a bidet. (laughs) And for our listeners, uh, Mr. Schaubach, that aren't as educated as you and I, can you explain what a bidet is? It's uh, pretty much a thing that's on your toilet, or it's a separate unit all itself, that when you're done taking a shit, it just sprays water straight up your butthole, dude. (laughs) Not in your butthole. Now, is it like forceful or like gentle? like, Um, Or can you like crank it up and down? Or is it like a one speed? No, it's got pressure It's adjustable. You can adjust it. Oh, you can adjust it. You can go between a water fountain and a semi-truck wash. (laughs) (laughs) A blue beacon. Yeah, a blue beacon. (laughs) That's funny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was a yeah. I wasn't thinking so, so I got so I got this fucking bidet and I'm like thinking to myself today, like, you know, I've never used one. I, I'm up to try it. You right, know, right. If it fucking cleans my butthole, that's a good thing. You know, I'm not gonna argue hey, with that. Nobody wants a dirty butthole. No. Just gotta have a towel. What I'm concerned about, nobody dude, wants is a dirty the, balloon knot. <laughs> balloon knot. So greatest term ever. The uh <laughs> The whole idea of the bidet thing is just like the cold water. Like, I don't want cold water on my butthole. That's no good. I've used one no, with cold water. Especially in the winter, man. Ugh. That could be rough. So, I don't know. I mean, you know, who needs a cup of coffee when you're spraying ice water on your butthole at fucking 4 o'clock in the morning? Right? I mean, shit. That'll definitely wake your ass up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, totally. pun intended. Literally throwing water on someone. You'd wake up, throw water on someone, and said, you're getting water thrown on you. Boom. Oh, man. Now, so there's just some funny stuff I, I thought it would be fun to comment on. Now, thirty episode 36, dude, I thought was a good one. Malachi Martin got a few people yeah. saying they dug that. Never heard of before and shit. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, something different. Um, we like to kind of get venture outside the box a bit. And yeah. uh, his life, very interesting. And kind of a weird story with the... The, the ex priest and the Catholic Church kind of like, dude, yeah, you need to stop with your shit, man. Right. Like, yeah. And then, and then you're, the exorcisms and such. So, like, yeah, I knew nothing about him until you guys did him. And I now I know, obviously, because you guys did him. Right. But some... Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things where, you know, you you hear something about somebody you had no idea about. And it's very interesting. When I first heard it, I thought it was, was very, very interesting. And that's why I thought. It'd be a good oh, one. Oh, it was definitely so. interesting when I was reading through it. Like I said before when we were doing the podcast, there's so many words, and I'm just like, what did they just fucking say? Right. <laughs> like, I, I'm i illiterate half the time. <laughs> <laughs> he calls me illiterate sometimes. So. <laughs> well, we're all, we're murder, metal, mayhem. We're not supposed to be geniuses here. We're just supposed to be funny Dude. and provide commentary on sick shit. So yes, sir. that's what we're doing here. So we've got our guest in here. Uh, Joe to sit in. Um, we're doing the feature, of course, on Stephen Avery, who most people know, of course, from the Making a Murderer most documentary. Most people know. We want to talk about it, too. Yeah, and Joe, I know you've been power watching it. and uh, uh, started Friday and just power watching it and just finished yeah. this morning, as a matter of right, fact. Yeah. So. Did you have to, like, pry your ass off the couch <laughs> after you were done? Did you grow into the fucking couch? Did or? you have a bodet built into the couch? <laughs> I'm not going to go into details, but no, I kind of, we needed to clean up for the family coming over, so I kind of half watched it and half cleaned the house for the yeah. holidays. So right. kind of cool. multitask. So you're, so you're up on it. Um and I know I watched both seasons. Chris, you yeah, said you watched I, the first yeah, season. I haven't so. seen the second season yet. So we've so all watched it in one it. way, shape, or form. And, and I'm sure a lot of you guys have as well. And we're talking also about Brendan Dassey 
because you really can't talk about Stephen Avery without, without Brendan, talking yeah, about yeah. Brendan. So, so we'll get into the subject of false confessions, which has really been some, I don't know about an obsession, but I've been really interested in it since I've been researching for this episode and reading a lot of things. Man, it's some... It's something that happens. We're going to get into it later, but I, I've made some changes in some things that I've pretty firmly believe that I, I think I'm changing where I stand on some stuff. Really? So we'll nice. talk about that because it's, it's really fucked up. Um, that whole concept of false confessions. Oh, it is. Most people fucked, could dude. never even fathom. Like, why would you implicate right. yourself doing? Why would you, you admit to killing do. your whole family when you didn't? It yeah, sounds fucked, just dude. unreal. And you would think there's no fucking way that I would do that. Ugh. If I had to, you know, there's no fucking way, but, I don't get why you. So even... do those people that did it said the same thing. I mean, there's a very fucked up way that they manipulate people, and it is it's it's, it's the Illuminati, man. I don't even get why he would even mention that he. I don't know why he'd even put himself in that spot in the first place. Yeah, I mean, it's it's fraught with problems, and we're going to get yeah, all definitely. into it. So we'll talk about all that. So it's a fucked up conversation. Should be a good one. Uh, also going to be doing a live call in from our buddy CK. Oh yeah, Danbury, Connecticut. Always good to talk to him. He's going to do like a year end his, his top, top metal albums. His top albums are released, and we're all going to do. We got got a little pick of our own of yeah albums that we like from that oh, came yeah. out this year. Yeah, so. so there were some good ones. So we'll talk about that. Um, we'll probably hear some stuff in his list. I'm sure that we don't even know about. Oh, probably I know, no doubts, dude. He's a fucking beast with that shit. <laughs> he's probably got them all, every copy of it too. Oh, I guarantee. Oh, he pre-ordered. <laughs> I guarantee. <laughs> so we'll ask him about that. I know the band Revocation was an example for me personally. I know Big Mike uh, Collier said the same yeah. thing. Um, you know, never really heard much about him. Heard it on the episode, went and checked it out, just like totally like, fuck fucking yeah, blown away it. with it, you know. So CK is a wealth of info, and it should be good to hear his top albums of the year. So it should be really awesome. I know we had some listeners that said the same thing, you know, that they totally loved the CK wisdom this year. So Definitely do. So it should be awesome. And we've got another killer cage match, dude. That's probably the most popular segment. I think yeah, people seem to enjoy the, the, the brutality of killers, killing killers. Yeah. <laughs> we had that one lady, I think it was last episode where we read the comment where she said she wished it was real. Like, <laughs> like, some could, like is there some it, way yeah. to bring these people into a fucking octagon and yeah, go, <laughs> that'd be fucked up, man. Well, do you that'd remember celebrity cool. death match with the clay? Oh, I totally remember, oh, remember that was celebrity death match. That, that was shit was so, so fun, dude. They're going to be bringing that back. Actually. That's awesome. Do you hear about that? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. That should be fun. But yeah, dude, fucking. So yeah, we got killer cage match, which, uh, yeah, so thanks to Angela Porter Bays and uh, Jake Decker for the numbers. Yeah, it's like we do the numbers four, four numbers two from each person. That's the yeah the, the fighter and the object that they use to freaking right. get in there with. And who do we got this week coming up oh, in the cage, dude? We got the fucking gray man himself. Yes, <laughs> we got the Albert Fish. I love the reference to the gray man. Yeah, <laughs> that was a good one. Albert and, Fish and and Lizzie Borden. Yes, that should be interesting. <laughs> yeah, this, dude, like, that should be. 
I want to say frail old man, but in his prime, I mean, he, he was, was pretty fucking out there crazy with it, the dude. whipping himself and all that yeah, crazy shit. The needles and shit. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And then that axe wielding fucking psycho bitch. Yeah. Uh, that should be good. It should so. be fucking good one. <laughs> yeah. So it'll be funny. And the objects they're fighting with, as always, make it fun. And we'll reveal those later when we get to the mayhem segment. So that should be good. Because, uh, you know, the cage match definitely. It's you know, fun. It's been a fun one. I know when I thought of the idea, I didn't really think it was going to be quite as funny as it was. It reminded me of a segment I did in the Brutality Report uh, for a while called Psycho Dance. And it was uh, the river dance like pictures a, oh, yeah. of the people on stage, like jumping and like in leotards and shit. And I would put like serial killer heads on the bodies. <laughs> so it was like Gein and, right, and Gacy right. and they're like all, you know, posed. All river dancing and shit. And it's pretty funny. I called it Psycho Dance. And like each week I'd have a different serial killer Psycho Dancing. hilarious. So, yeah. <laughs> it was good. And then I think I had a picture of like the group. Like all together. On stage, all doing that's the number together. Great. Yeah, it was good stuff. Uh, yeah. So that's what gave me the idea to do it. So. It's turned out fun. And with the audience participation, I think yeah, that makes, makes all the better. difference, man. Um, and thanks, you know, speaking of that, to all that listen, we really appreciate it. You know, keep leaving the comments, uh, email, whatever, you know, voicing your opinion. Because, man, that's how other people know about it. You yeah, know? definitely. Pops you know? up on my page or your page or whatever. And other right. people, like, get it. Yeah. And, you know, we've been getting, you know, uh, messages from people that are like the one dude from the University of Iowa said the whole, the whole dorm dorms fucking jams it, like on that a, shit. Fucking sounds like a badass college. Yeah, dude. it sounds pretty fucking cool. Maybe it's a college of serial killers. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> a serial killer major, maybe, at yeah, the yeah. University of Iowa. I don't know. But whatever it is, you guys out there listening, we appreciate it. Yes, we do. Um, and when you let us know what happens, it kind of helps us, you know, do what you want. Steer the ship, if you will. So we know what you guys dig. And if we dig it, then we're doing it. Yeah. So, you know, that's Ooh. the thing. Um, I also noticed the Netherlands and Chile made the top 10 countries listening. So fuck yeah to our fans fuck. in those areas. Yes. All um, over, dude. It's yeah. so fucking crazy. It is crazy. Cedar Rapids, Iowa. So maybe our buddies, I don't know if that's close to the University of Iowa, but Iowa on the list and Lansing, Michigan, top 10 cities listening. So that's really cool. But yeah, Chicago, obviously. Dude, Chicago. Just, we have boom. got to go up there, seriously, <laughs> and do some sort of event up there, maybe with Vile Cynic. That'd be fucking that sweet. That might be dude. badass. That'd Let's be tag team sweet. something with them. And see if they want to do a Tattoo show and a, and a, <laughs> a show and a podcast together. I bet that would be a lot of That'd fun. That'd be fucking cool as shit. So, idea on the fly, but let's put that on the list of shit we need to do. Um, and of course, Bloomington, Illinois, always on there. You guys are the shit. Spring Hill, Tennessee. Tennessee, good. And I boys. saw Danbury, Connecticut on there yesterday. So, all right, good. good yeah, good. so our friends in Connecticut, thank you. So, well, I think it's about time. To uh, do something. What Let's do you think? Let's get our fucking murder on, man. What do you fuckers think? Is it that time? Is it that time? Let's do it. All right. Is that Oh, 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 oh.
fucking Jesus Christ, dude. It never gets old. I don't. I dug up that shit is almost 15 years old, dude. God damn it, dude. It's fucking, still fucking ridiculous, man. The end of that clip with the... In the I background. used to do all sorts of overdubs with screams and That's shit. That's fucking hilarious. We're going to play my old karaoke stuff when I first started doing it many years ago and... Christmas that's, theme. That's actually a, a, thong, a thing that I thought would be fun for a bonus episode one time would be for me to kind of go into a detail of how it started. As to how I shit, started yeah. doing that and why. And it does have a special meaning in a fun way uh, with Tim. And so uh, I like doing it. It's a lot of fun. And I thought that might be a cool bonus episode to kind of get into that. And maybe play some of the old ones because there's some fucking funny ones, dude. Yeah, I did. There definitely. I remember that fucking when you all had the that Christmas shit going. stuff here. We're gonna play throughout this episode. Of course, that was Frosty. I released a couple of Christmas albums. One was called <laughs> Sodomized by Santa, and the other was Christmas with Satan. So those were my two Christmas albums. Fuck yeah! And then I had Destroying the Classics uh, was one. I did a bunch of Staying Alive, Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> Fucking oh, fuck. The only reason it. I only did reason, a bunch of them, man. The only reason I know the words to uh, "staying alive" is because of him here. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Meister, I had on "staying alive." That's so. good. Hell yeah. Yeah. So those are fun. So we'll be playing the Christmas theme shit throughout as we do this. Uh, the day after Christmas is actually when we're recording this. Yes, so. it is. So very cool. Uh, we're going to talk about some Stephen Avery, man. That's a very hot topic. Uh, Man, a lot of people know about him as we talked at the beginning. So I think it's going to be cool. I bet we get some interesting feedback, feedback. here. Yeah, because a lot, lots, like you said, a lot of people obviously know about. It. That was a oh, huge yeah. thing when it first came out. Yeah, so. December 2015. It didn't seem like it was that long it, ago, but dude, I checked. Yeah, yeah, it does not seem like it was. No, fucking three years ago. No, it doesn't. Uh, but it was huge, a huge success. Um, both Stephen and his nephew, as we mentioned. Uh, Brendan Dassey were convicted of murder, the murder of Teresa Halbach. Um, if you know anything about the case, you know, all kinds of issues that get people really a very visceral reaction, really fired up. They, uh, when they take a point on this, on this topic, they take it hard. Yeah. And the thing is, you always have to remember whenever you're listening to something or watching something, you know, the news, unfortunately, is very slanted one way or always, another always. based on who's presenting it. So we have to keep in mind that these documentaries were done by people that really believed that Stephen Avery did not do it. And he was framed basically right. by the police. Now, when I watched it the first time, the first season, I was like, what the fuck? I mean, yeah. seriously, like you watch this shit and you get very fired up it's because like, why it's the ridiculous. fuck did they do that shit? Yeah, dude. it's unfucking believable, and we're gonna get into that. But the thing that I find, you know, is that you you start to think about it like, wow, like if this happened to this one dude, how many in other Wisconsin, like in bumfuck Egypt, like there's got to be all kinds of fucking people in that yeah, situation. Definitely. I mean, and we're gonna talk about that, uh, the subject of false confessions. With the whole Brendan Dassey thing, it's fucking insane. Um, so I, you know, I know I feel very strongly um, about this topic. I, I just get very fired up about right. it, and I just I'm I'm amazed uh, that this shit goes on in in modern 
fucking time. So it's definitely with season two coming out in October, got people reignited with this whole thing. Um, so now we, you know, there could be some people out there that might not know about him much. And so I thought it would be just briefly, uh, we'll give you kind of a rundown of, of the events in a, in a short form. Yeah, we're um, not get too super into it. No, because but... there's a lot here. I mean, it's two seasons worth, as you mentioned, Joe, what, 20 hours? 20 hours, oh, yeah, yeah, 10 episodes yeah. per season. Yeah, it's a lot of, lot to... Yeah, you definitely did some binge watching over yeah, there. It's a lot to soak in. There's a lot of stuff going on. Um, so you can watch those. They're on Netflix, as we mentioned. I'm not trying to plug it. I'm just telling you it's out there. Oh, it's worth it, though. It's, it's Yeah, a good... it's very good. Um, but, you know, like I said, you always have to remember the source and think that there's usually two sides to a story. Yeah. It's like if somebody comes up and tells you, you know, this motherfucker, you know, burn me on 50 bucks, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, like when then when you go talk to the, the other person, dude, like, it's like, well, he fucking owned me 50 right. bucks from fucking before. Yeah, he owed me dude. 300, but I told him if he'd give me, fit, you know, or something like that. Yeah, it's like, all right, wait a minute, on, man. man, you know, yeah. so you got to hear both sides. Now, there are, there is another side to this. There is, and I listen to some of it too. Yeah. I, and, I like check out some document uh, documentaries about the other side. Yeah. Like, I mean, I guess I could see it like either yeah. way. I mean, I think we're probably all three in lockstep on our opinions here, but there is another side. That's all I wanted to mention is that if you, you know, want to explore it, you know, always with any story, not just this one, but anyone, yeah, anything, you got to hear the whole thing. Like we mentioned with Pat O'Brien, right? People were jumping all over exactly. it, making fun of him and shit. We're like, man, come on, give the dude a break. Obviously something's going on. Definitely. And let's fucking cut the guy some slack. I mean, fuck. Let's let the fucking story breathe. Yeah, it just get it, some detail. You it know, just fucking popped up. Let it go. Yeah, and to you know let it percolate a little bit and and find out what actually happened instead of just reacting to the you know knee jerk reaction type stuff. So, um, so you know that's like I said, your call to you know go dig make up your own this. mind, right? Now, he was born in 1962, so he's 56 years um, fifty-six years old as of yeah, right now, yeah. doing this right now. Uh, from rural Manitowoc County, Wisconsin, uh, his family owns a huge, and I mean fucking huge, yeah, salvage yard. Joey was just showing me the Google Maps yeah, aerial yeah. view of it, and I never actually looked that up when it's like, holy it's shit. Insane. It's insane. It I don't big. know how many acres. It's got to be 100 40. acres. They said 40 acres. 40? Yeah, it's yeah, fucking eight. huge. Um, just junk cars all over the damn place. Right, and very known in the small community because, like, everybody knows in a small town, you know, pretty much everybody That's where knows I grew it. up. Everybody, yeah. And here where we're doing the podcast in the metropolis of Hayworth, Illinois, it is also a very small town. So, but Avery had problems with the police prior to all this stuff. I was kind of digging into this. 1981, he was convicted of burglary and did two years in right. the county. And then 82, he was convicted of animal cruelty. And that's the shit that people refer to with the cat. Yeah. They he threw the, the cat, cat in a fire or something. Or a, yeah. You know. That's fucking crazy, too. It is. I mean, you know, like we talked prior to this, dude, but this guy is not a good dude. I mean, you know, he's got some shit in he, his past. Yeah, he's definitely not fucking That's fucked up with an the cat. And, yeah, he's he's far from an altar boy, but. I don't think that that makes him a murderer. No. 
Hell no. I did some dumb shit when I, I mean, when I was younger, fucking, I ain't going to kill nobody. I mean, I never fucking threw a cat in a fire, but. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, you know, even though he was maybe not, you know, a nice dude and did some fucking wrong shit. A little shady. You know, yeah. The cops fucking seemed to just have a hard on for him. I don't know what the fuck the deal was, but they just didn't like this dude, man. Seems like it was just that Avery name. They just didn't like it for some reason. Yeah, I think a lot of people didn't like this. You know, it was a kind of unsightly with the salvage yard. Yeah. I'm sure, you know, people didn't like that. Now, in 85, he's arrested again and convicted of sexual assault and attempted murder of a young woman. And that's the one where I think he pulls, the like, forces her car off the road. That was his cousin. And he fucking had a gun in her face or some crazy yeah, shit. Because apparently he fucking uh he like exposed himself to her or some shit. Yeah. And well, so she wouldn't file the police a police report for sexual assault or whatever. Yeah, you just watched it, Joe. What yeah, was the it's, deal with uh, that? like banging in was the tired front of, She was making accusations that wasn't truly about him or some false or something. And so he's like, you know, basically with the gun threatening her, like, hey, stop you know, stop talking shit and and apparently he was like waving his, you know, masturbating outside. And... Uh, yeah, so she said he was like jerking on her and having sex <laughs> in the front the yard other, and shit. Other guy, uh, Alan. So right. he was having sex in the front yard. That's I heard some shit like that. <laughs> he said dude. they were doing it in front of the neighbors, like out yeah, in the open. Some shit neighbor, like that. His neighbor <laughs> is his sister. Wow. So it doesn't yeah. really make sense. Yeah. Hey, sis, check out my wang. Yeah, that's a fucking <laughs> on my own grandpa moment there. Dude. <laughs> For sure. Oh, yeah. So Jeez. it's just fucked up. But then he does 18 years of a 20-year sentence. Oh, I'm sorry. That's what I, when I referred to the 85 thing, that was when he was falsely convicted. I, I misread that. Um, when in 85, he's arrested, convicted of sexual assault. He does 18 years of the 20-year sentence, but then is exonerated uh, right. with DNA. So I didn't mean to misspeak. It. But he did Greg... pull her over and <laughs> yeah, force off co- the road, but yeah, that wasn't cousin. related to that right. incident. Right, so. yeah, his, that was his cousin that he did that to. And she, right. Like, yeah, the, the sexual assault was uh, some lady running on the beach, and right. apparently in the forest. I can't tried to life and remember her fucking name. I'm yeah, I can't either. But... Uh, Said that he, she had claw and nail marks and the DNA that, and he got exonerated for it. Yeah, is that right. Gre- Gregory Allen? Yeah, once they uh, once they had DNA availability, yeah, they checked it and he was cleared. And it was that Gregory Allen dude that kind of looked like him, but yeah, sort of whatever. But, but he had a fucking bunch of priors. It's amazing. Oh, the great, they didn't yeah, fucking for sexual bring his shit. Ass in yeah, there, you know. Well, they, they told him about it, dude. They, they was like, I think that's Gregory Allen and shit. Right. And I uh, so like, uh, I had read somewhere or heard, listening to something at work or whatever, that the uh, sketch that they did from the lady that got oh, raped, right. like looked basically like a mugshot, like identical to a mugshot of Stephen that they already had. So like, oh right, it wasn't. They were kind of basing it off of him anyway, basically, it sounded right, like. Right. So that's kind of fucked up. The guy that did it, that did the sketch, he was also with the cops, and he had it framed with the sketch and a picture of Avery. And he was like... They're identical. I'm, he's like, I'm proud of this, but come to find out, you were fucking wrong. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's, like, he's like all smiling, cheesing, like he's fucking proud of it. Yeah, that's fucked up. Well, there's a bunch of people that were fucking cheesing through this whole thing. But 
So he's exonerated. He returns home. You know, obviously, you know, big celebration with family, friends. Definitely. County, though, not too happy about it because of all the media attention. And it was getting a lot. Yeah. And he was. And rightfully fucking so. Yes. You know. Um, And so, you know, amazingly, um, years before, like you said, people had called the cops and told them again about the Gregory Allen guy. And they're just like, whatever. Just just wipe like, it under the rug. Don't yep, fucking care. Whatever. Yeah, he's already in jail so or prison. So it's fucked up. And, you know, when police are not doing things above board, that's just fucked up because they've got so much power above the rest of us, you know? Yes. And that's not us talking bad about cops. No. All, again, that's no. not us talking bad about all cops, but that shit fucking happens. No, man. I'm it, not it, one of these guys at all that does the cop bashing shit because that's right. not a fucking easy job, man. Those guys got, it's got to be fucked up and your right. life is on the line every fucking day. But the ones that get fucking... Just Ridiculous. like any job or any person, there's those pieces of fuck out there that right do fucking stupid shit. Yeah, and the unfortunate thing is those pieces of shit at like Burger King can't do a whole lot but put too much ketchup on your fucking burger <laughs> or forget the onion rings, but a motherfucker with a gun and a badge could do a lot more fucking damage. So that's yeah. the scary part about it is, like you said, and rightfully so. There's fucked up people in all walks of life. But, but yeah. when you're doing that job and you're not doing the shit the way you should you, be, that's fucked up. Then you're fucking, you're a dick. Yeah, because you could put somebody away for 20, 30, 40 years. And even the one thing I watched today on uh, Death Row Stories, which is a really good, uh, I don't remember what channel it's on. I've been DVRing it. All right. But they had a dude in Texas that was executed and realized it was the wrong dude. Yeah, how fucking yeah. shitty is Un-fucking that? believable you, you know. the prosecutor so, admitted to it, too? Yeah, the prosecutor admitted he fucked up. Yeah, it's, it's oh. a very fucked up situation. Um, but so this thing, unfortunately, it happens, you know. And that's the thing is that, uh, you know, with that kind of power, you could do a lot of damage, as we see here. Now, in, in 2003, Avery files a $36 million lawsuit against Manitowoc County. Oh, boy. The sheriff, <laughs> oh, the prosecutor, <laughs> too, which is good, because that guy's a fucking douchebag and a half. Right. <laughs> um, for wrongful conviction and imprisonment, um, he's exonerated, uh, or his exoneration spawned a criminal justice reform bill in 2005 to try to prevent wrongful conviction. So that's a good thing. Yeah, at that's least. definitely Something a good, good outcome. Come of it, you know. But, um, you know, obviously shaking some people up with a big lawsuit like that. People, you know, the bad media attention. People don't like to look bad. So, you know, it, it, it got him in the line of fucking fire once again, you know. Yeah. Now, amazingly, a couple of years later in 2007, he's arrested again but this time for the murder of a young photographer, which we mentioned, Teresa, Teresa Hallbach. And she uh, was at the Avery Salvage Yard taking pictures of a minivan that Stephen's aunt was selling in Auto Trader magazine. So she was out there. She had been out there yeah, before. She's been, yeah, she'd definitely been out there before. You know, we talked about these 40-acre fucking lot, a bunch of cars. So they were selling shit in Auto Trader Slanging probably that a lot. Shit? Yeah, so she knew the place. She knew him. Had each other's cell phone numbers, 
not and that, strangers. That was supposedly her last stop on a route of like there was like two or three others before the Avery's. It was like Zipper or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it was his sister, by the way. It's his sister's van. Sister's van. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was a relative. Yeah. One <laughs> of them, Avery's, up there. Sorry. That's all right. <laughs> now he winds up. Uh, settling uh, for a very small amount of that $36 million, um against the yeah. county and everybody to pay his fucking legal, legal bills. For this new shit bullshit. that's going on, yeah. Yeah, I mean, here's this guy. He gets out after 18 years. He files a lawsuit, rightfully fucking so, because yeah, they fucked him in the butthole, seriously. getting all these high prosecutors, cops, sheriffs, whatever. Looking really now fucking all, bad. Now all of a sudden... Right. Let's get this guy yeah. out of our fucking yeah. hair is what Gee, it looks he's like. He's arrested again for a fucking murder. Yeah. And it looks bad because like you said, Chris, she was last seen, you know, there. Supposedly last seen there. So whatever, that yeah. looks bad, you know, and, and he's not a very, very good guy. We know he's got some prior shit going on. But so nothing like that, though. I no, mean, not at all. But, you know, it just doesn't look good. You know, yeah, it definitely doesn't. And look they. They, I think, you know, kind of seized on that and, and totally fucking railroaded this guy. Um, but it's unfortunate. Yeah, he had to settle for a fraction of it only to pay his legal bills. He's basically broke again. I think know? it's why they, they framed him, if, since we're going to get on that anyway. I think it's because they couldn't foot the bill for what they were going to pay him anyway. That makes sense, too. Well, yeah, if and if, you know, if not, they would have had to sell bonds. I mean, they'd have been in the fucking hole. Like, the whole county door. would have been you know, fucked. It's not a very big, you know, population-wise county. It's right. big geographically, but population-wise, not, not that much. So um, it's crazy, but, you know, he hires these two attorneys. They do the best they can. I think they were genuine, but in season two, the hardcore fucking chick that he, he hires... Uh, is just absolutely lacking. brutal, and she shows a lot of holes in what they should have done. Oh yeah, the first trial; these guys were just uh, way over their head, You're right? And she is like specializes in this kind of shit. This so is her she style. really fucking nails it, Catherine Zeller. Yeah, she's fucking badass. Um, and so uh, Stephen's nephew, um, Brandon Dassey, as we mentioned, was arrested as well. And the cops claimed he was there during the murder. And uh, yeah. what happens with him is total fucking is railroaded fucking bullshit. Man. Yeah, I mean, Colors. ridiculous. Um, and it's this entire Teresa Halbach murder that's basically the basis for the Making a Murder documentary. Uh, it starts with Avery's other conviction being overturned and the lawsuit and how he comes home. And and then it gets into this with the... With the uh, the trial against uh, for murder for, with uh, yeah. with with uh, Manitowoc County and all that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's fucked. Um, and you know, the fact that he's going through a lawsuit very much, I think, a conflict of interest with these people. Yeah, like I said, all over just, the fucking. They don't place. want their name slandered like that. No, no. One they, no one they fucked up, and he's coming after him like that. Spent eighteen years of his life in prison for something he didn't do. Right, because they fucked up. Yeah, and the thing is that pisses me off, you know, watching a lot of these things and doing the research for this is I've yet to see in any one of those cases where they know that, like, people got fucked over. Why don't those motherfuckers do some time? Yeah, you know? the ones that put them there when they know they yeah. did something stupid. Yeah. Like, oh, you- I mean, 
Like exactly. in the Avery case, okay, like thirty-six million. Sure, would that be awesome? But you know what? I'd like to fucking see Let every that guy one of those rot. fucking pussies go in there and do eighteen. Yeah, on death fucking row. Yeah. Go fucking Fuck do you, that. Dude. To me, that would be more fucking fitting. I'd get more fucking enjoyment. Yeah, it'd be way more satisfaction, dude. Definitely. Than to fucking get the money. Seriously. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, oh, Ken Kratz. And that's what pisses me the fuck off. That piece of shit, Ken Kratz. Yeah. He could not survive. Oh, he'd just be a big old piece of meat to those guys in there. Yeah, I mean, he would <laughs> oh, be fucking. Fuck him. I hate. Oh, I fucking yeah, he'd be him. the fucking cum dumpster. There, that's for sure. <laughs> well, when you hear him talk, he sounds like a pedophile. I showed my wife, and she's like. It sounds like a creep. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, God. And the gulag taking hot cock down the throat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, that was the shit. That was the shit. What was that comedian we um, watched yesterday? Burt Kreischer. Oh, I'm the machine. Yeah, that, I showed that to your dad so yesterday. fucking funny. <laughs> we were dying watching yeah, he's this funny. Shit. He has a podcast, too. Uh, Burt Cast, he's really funny. Oh, yeah, nice. he's good. Now, because of the lawsuit, you know, like we said, obvious conflict, the judge ordered a nearby Calumet County to do the investigation, which was a fucking sham because those other dudes The other cops were out that there. were already there were there the whole fucking time. They were out there, so they were yeah. still fucking in the middle and, of it. Well, they were also told not that they weren't supposed to be out right. because of the conflict and the lawsuit right. and everything. And they were but, there, and it, they were there. The whole time, finding evidence and giving it to people. Yeah, and I watched an interview with one of them uh, who claims that they were so understaffed that they just needed everybody out there. So there was so many fucking cops. Dude, out it there. was ridiculous. Oh, they had cars all down if the road. Dude, I mean, two hundred. We all know we've all lived in trailers for a <laughs> like, long fucking time. Come on, okay, man. <laughs> how long would it take? Okay, let's just give them two cops, okay? It's going to take them freaking maybe an hour if they trash the thing going right. through every I mean, fucking really thing. Really going through the motherfucker yeah, in an hour, an hour. Two dudes can easily go through a, a 12 by fucking 60, 60 fucking trailer. trailer if like that. done. So like, to have fucking do 80 of these motherfuckers all over the fire. I mean, come on. I mean, I mean, so overkill. I mean, I understand the fucking needing them to go through the salvage yard and everything too, but. Man, they said they had like 200 plus cops out there, man. Like, yeah, and days they geez, were out yeah, there. Yeah, like eight days. fucking days. Oh, yeah. Holy shit, And they dude. had a log and everything when they had to sign in and sign out. and Right. So there was just all kinds of shady stuff going on. There's so many things that like that that I get really pissed when I watch it. The police claim that when Teresa showed up to take the pictures for Auto Trader that he, Avery abducted her, raped her, Shot her in the head out in the garage. That's what their story is, okay? They claim that Brendan Dassey was there was, and that he helped. Watched it, and, yeah, and helped, yeah. Now, it's the interview they do with Dassey or interrogation, whatever you want to call it. That 16, really pisses me off, dude. Yeah, 16 years old, very low IQ. Yeah, they said his IQ was like maybe 70 or yeah. something like that. Like 16 right. has the mentality of less than a 16-year-old. Right. Below 80 is mentally challenged, and the lower it is, the you know more severity. Right. So, yeah, he was definitely below that. And so it's very disturbing to watch Yeah, and they're because cool. they're fucking grilling this kid that obviously with no parent, no lawyer, yeah, nothing. That was just unbelievable. I, I don't even know how that's legal. <coughs> and that was discussed extensively in both seasons because that is a huge sticking point with most people, no matter how you feel about Avery. The, you the have shit to they think did to Brendan, Brendan Dassey got completely fucked yeah, beyond everybody. What they did to Brendan's fucking bullshit, dude. When they do the uh, 
the interview, they like as they're watching it, they bring up uh, all the things that indicate that you're either lying. Like making up stuff is that you're right. slouched, your hands over your you yeah, know, they go body language and exactly. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell how someone is right, know, exactly. But that's lying. but him being that low mental status, whatever. He's just gonna be like, oh, I don't know, man. Well, yeah, as he's sitting there, he's just like, <sighs> like, and they're force feeding all this oh fucking shit into his head. Well, he keeps going, you know, like keeps tapping his leg. Like, come on, you know, you want to say yes. And they said you know, it, you want to say it, yes. That he said forty. 42 times that like we know what you did yeah. you know we know what happened we just need you to tell us we That's know what happened and just kept saying that over and over it's like how much more are you gonna berate this guy really yeah poor kid man yeah it's it's insane um and it's hard to watch now in another documentary that i watched uh, cops are trained to use the what they call the read r-e-i-d technique in a manual called criminal interrogation and confessions um, I was, like I said, very caught up with this. I actually ordered the thing because I want to actually see what Check it looks it out, like. Check it out, see what it looks like. Kind of interesting. I found one on eBay for like six bucks. Um, it was developed by a lie detector expert, John Reed, who started using the method in a famous 1955 Nebraska case. Now, <laughs> this is fucked, yeah, this okay? Is fu- this is how they, what the method that they use to right. interrogate. It's fucked, dude. Ironically... <laughs> In that case, the one that they started using these methods with. The pilot. (laughs) Yeah, the pilot. The man who confessed to the crime was found not to be the fucking perpetrator. It was a false confession. Somebody else actually confessed. So the first guy... I don't. It didn't say here how much time he did, but he did time. Did time in the joint. Like he got half a fucking mil in 1955. Dude. Why do you think they still use the Reed method? Yeah, because they're gonna like we're gonna get a confession out of fucking somebody. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is this guy got half a million dollars in 1955 for false yeah, imprisonment? I don't even know what that is in this conviction. time. God, millions. Yeah. So. <laughs> Those who believe in it, though, say, hey, it's great to get information out of pieces of shit that don't want to talk. I get that because we yeah. all know. I mean, you're not going to get somebody, you know, who just robbed a bank or whatever. Say, yeah, it was me. Obviously not. They're yeah. just going to not say anything. So the cops need tools to get information. We right. get that. Right. But when you take it, like we said just a few minutes ago, and you abuse it. That's fucking bullshit. That's bullshit. Because if you watch the Brendan Dassey interview, they are saying, now, where did you shoot or where did he shoot her? Yeah, where did he shoot her in the head at? Yeah, it's like he didn't say anything about shooting anybody. So now he thinks, oh, he shot her. So then you start repeating it. And these are part of these techniques that they use in this method. It's a nine-step technique with a lot of repetition and it's psychological manipulation. That's what the cop in the documentary actually re- he used that word. Manipulation. Psychological manipulation and repetition makes you doubt your own, your own thoughts. convictions and your own thoughts. Like, and you start uh, to believe them. It's like how they say when you tell a lie so long, you start to believe your own yes. fucking lies. Yes. Basically like that. Psychosis. Yes, exactly yeah. like that. And that's the thing is... You know, when they show these confessions, there's that one uh, show, which I'm getting ahead of myself here, but that uh, Innocent Man, Innocent another Man. great one right, I watched. Right. You watch that. Six parts. It's fantastic. But on that one, they show the guy's confession, okay? 
He looks like he got fucking beat to death fucking sitting in this chair. But they were talking to him for like seven fucking hours. Jesus fuck. And then they did the fucking video tip. So, of course, you're not watching the back and forth because he said, I told him over and over again. No, I didn't do it. No, I didn't do it. No, I didn't do it. But they kept saying, well, you did it. Yes, you did it. No, you did. We've got all this proof. We've got witnesses. We've got this. And he says, after seven hours of it. Just break. You just fucking lose it. So, like I said, you know, we can all three sit here and say there's no fucking way I could ever say that I killed somebody when I really didn't. We could all three say that. But when you go into that fucking room, if you're mentally challenged like Brendan Dassey, they're going to break you quick. Quick as fuck. But all three of us here, all three of us would break at some point. And these guys got a breaking point with that read method. That's how they do it. And that's what's fucked up because I don't see how if the pilot fucking program fucking was failed, provided a false confession and wrongful conviction and all this shit. Why in the fuck are they doing it? Yeah. Don't make no goddamn sense. It's crazy. But yeah, no lawyer, no parents. Um, You could tell he doesn't realize the gravity of the whole thing. Because yeah. after he's done, he confesses to murder. He asks the cop, can I go back to school and take this test that I got to take or something like he's that? Got a, I got a project yeah. to his by yeah. sixth hour. Yeah, and that's all he's concerned about. He's like, I got to get back to school. Yeah. It, and they're uh, like, uh, no, you're not going anywhere. You just it reminds to me, murder. Like this and uh, Jesse, Jesse Miss Kelly, dude. Like Big time. Like for real. Very much. Same exact scenario. Jesse Miss Kelly false. Lower IQ. All that fucking, shit was false yeah, confession. Like, very good point. Very Jesse Miss Kelly. Very, very good point. West, West Memphis West, 3 fucking reference. Yeah I, thought, yeah. yeah, I mean, there's another one. He made up all that shit. Why would he make it up? Well, fuck, he was in there for hours and hours, and he was also, like you said, mentally challenged. Right, like, dude. So that's just fucked up. Well, also know? with uh, the Dassey interview, they're like, we're cops, but we're not right now. Like that doesn't, yeah, yeah, that doesn't make sense. Well, they think he's like their buddy and shit, and they, they they're good oh, at I'll it. I mean, these everything. guys are professionals, you know. And it's bad that there's some that abuse it, and I know that there's good intentions in in most, but there's some really bad ones out there, and it's fucked up. Yeah, it's fucked up. There's some there's a lot of cops that are really good. You know, thank you for what you do, but there are some that are messed up, like the the ones that withheld information. Right, right. Now, to make matters worse, uh, he's given a second interview later, and his fucking court-appointed attorney is cool with it, but then he doesn't show up. Yeah. That's so the kid's in there again by himself. Good. That's Why would your fucking... It's a court-appointed lawyer, too. Right. Like, I mean, I know that's they're usually new people or but, people that are fucked up. You no, know, that, I've always called them public pretenders. <laughs> they're not public defenders they're public pretenders they're there they're there to get a check right so like i don't care about what they're doing is that the one that where he draws the pictures and stuff um well he was part of the investigators that was involved when he had that first attorney yes. yeah that lynn kaczynski i oh no he was a piece of shit yeah there's all kinds of crazy shit they had him drawing pictures of stuff and telling him what to draw and yeah, it was yeah. just really bad um on the desk in front of him, they had pictures of her, the church, and all that stuff to try to, like, kind of guilt trip him. They had all the pictures in front of the desk in front of him. So as he's, like, right. sitting there, he can see it, kind of, like, feeling... Feeling fucking some bullshit going on in his head. 
Yeah. Now, you know, these guys are just doing some really shady stuff with him. Very, very concerning. Now, that lawyer did get in trouble, though, for his lack of duty shit. Oh, yeah. yeah he was he also did. working with Ken Kratz also. Like, he was part. They were somehow together, working together or something like that. Yeah, they were part of the county, you know, lawyers, basically. Um, now, one of the most absurd and shady things um, about this, you know, like Brendan's in fucking prison. Unfucking believable. Now, Avery, um, you know, the police searching his fucking mobile home for days, as we said. Then they miraculously find the keys. To the fucking yes. van, I mean, or the car. Are you six, fucking after kidding After they've me? been in there six previous times. Right. Like, literally. And like we said before, <laughs> it's a fucking trailer. Right. It's a like bedroom a, in a trailer would take, like what, 10 minutes to fucking by look fucking 12 room. <laughs> right. And all of a sudden, oh, there's this fucking key on this blue lanyard. Right. Under, under a like, shoe, yeah. Like, dude, how, you yeah. didn't fucking miss that before, man. Right. And remember who finds the fucking keys are those fucking two douchebags from fucking Manitowoc yeah. County. Yeah, that they, fucking they were, were the Manitow- guys that fucked them over in the first case. Exactly. And I, uh, I, I was listening to something or whatever, and I also, I guess there's pictures of that same key on that blue lanyard. At her house, at Teresa's house, like after she had been missing. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I've heard oh, that. that's on, fucked up. Yeah. That, they talk about that in season two. Like, they're like that they, they went to their house to get, they went to her place to get certain items like chapstick. That stuff that like, could, like from DNA or whatever, DNA yeah, to be planted, quote right. unquote. But, but yeah, I, I had heard that. Well, can... they talk about it in season two that they got D- they very likely got DNA from his toothbrush. I think that chapstick. Yeah, so there's some really bad shit going on here. And even if you don't believe all of it, if any there's one of these so things much. is true, it's fucked. Yeah, any oh, yeah. one it's of just them. So yeah. fucking. But much. when you pile this on top of each other. Again, I know there's other sides to the arguments. The big one that they make against him is that he was a bad guy, the cat in the fire. They keep bringing that up. But really, after that, I don't know what the fuck he did fucking wrong here. I mean, seriously. He's just trying to get justice for the 18 years he did. He just wants to make that right, and then they can't foot the bill. And And he's like, well, they're like, fuck it. Let's just get rid of this fucking guy. Yeah, I mean, we're going to make his life fucking hell, and obviously they have. And it was weird that apparently uh, Avery's DNA was the only DNA On her car key. Yeah, I mean, that I makes guess no there sense. Was none of hers. I guess if that... you rubbed it down, I mean, I could see, I guess, but mm-hmm. DNA is hard to fucking get rid of. Right. And we're not talking about a fucking rocket scientist either. Right. I mean, Stephen Avery. Not. He wasn't the know. smartest man in the world. Exactly. Either, so. so, you know, now another thing I have issue with here is if these two, Brendan and, and Stephen Avery, had raped and murdered Teresa in the trailer, there's no fucking way there wouldn't be DNA in there. Right. No, I mean, definitely. Even if you had pros like fucking Tommy Karate, Tommy Karate come and in fucking and Whack it. Whack come in there, <laughs> dude. Next week I can't even oh, wait. Yeah, Tommy okay? Karate and Whack Whack. Yeah. Whack Whack comes in there and he's gonna leave some DNA. I mean, blood on the walls, the ceiling. Yeah, Again, in a all. trailer, close fucking quarters, dude. Yeah, Seriously, you're not getting it all. So how they found none of her DNA in the trailer is absolutely absurd. That's yeah, absolutely absurd that ridiculous. professionals would leave DNA behind. 
And there's no way Stephen Avery and, and fucking Brendan, Brendan Dassey, Dassey knew enough to clean yeah. up to that type of degree, which is just Definitely not possible. No. Like you said with the key, there was no, her her DNA was nowhere to, and she used the key. There's right. None yeah. of hers, just Avery's. Though that doesn't yeah, make any sense. Very nuts. suspicious. Now they also find a bullet in the garage that they that claim, supposedly has her blood on it. Right, and then in season two they show that it's what wood and paint or something like that. Well, they do the test through like two things of bone, like out in the field. Right, right. And then with the twenty-two shell, they try to say that it went through her head and went out. Twenty twos don't do that, exactly. man. Exactly, twenty two just went in the brain and would have just hit scrambled the it. Yeah, so there's no way that that bullet, it would be wherever her body was disposed of yeah, or dismembered or whatever. Being the a twenty two would, would be, be demolished too. Yeah, and when they tested it, yeah, it came up with their they, they use a machine. They find wood on it. The bullet that they found, they found wood, and then she goes out and to his garage and shoots his garage. Yeah. Same exact results. There was no phosphorus Boom. and uh, calcium, which together would be the bone fragment. But they don't find hers. Yes. They don't find it's it on that, on that bullet. Yeah, at all. they do I a lot with out. that in season two with that bullet. It's very, very interesting. So it's really ridiculous. Um, absolutely insane. Now, the police also claim that the blood found in Teresa's car on Avery's property was proof that Stephen was in the car and her body was in the back. The testing of the blood, though, didn't help clarify things. Um, the placement of the blood in the car was very suspicious. And in season two, they get really into that. Yeah, and also, there was the vial of blood right. that, w- that was in evidence or whatever that wasn't sealed. That had, tube, a punct- yeah, the had, top, yeah. had the puncture like somebody had been in it or whatever. Right, and they do <laughs> the, 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 the flip of the coin on that argument. As that's how they put it in the vial. Right. That's with how it syringe. goes in. Is with but the if you go claims. in the basic same hole, if you go in the same hole, though, I mean, yeah, I know that's hard with those tiny ass little needles. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's 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 a very interesting point because I could see where people would be on both sides. Of no, that. yeah, I, 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 I totally get that too. Because yeah, you do put the blood in the vial with the syringe. So right, it now, makes sense. That makes sense. Now, that Zellner, the attorney, she's a fucking badass. She buys a vehicle, the same kind and everything, the RAV4 that Teresa had, and they can't duplicate the placement of the blood on the ignition where you would start it. Like it's like somebody just slapped it on there instead of... They put the blood on the dude's hand and as planted. Yeah. Yeah, no, okay, yeah, yeah. They prove it's planted. I see what you said. There's several blood evidence issues in the vehicle, and all of them are planted. They conclusively prove it. No shit. There, there is no yeah, other way around it. Watch and also too. with the sweat under the uh, the, the hood, hood latch. latch, the sweat DNA yeah. is bullshit too. They said right. they could have they instead of saying that, and they didn't say where the you know where the fluids are from, and they said that uh, that they just relabeled it as his DNA. From under the hood latch swab and they okay that too she goes okay. really in depth like has yeah. like five different people touch the hood latch and they got like a a tenth of right what he, they got from him and the dna he leaves supposedly is like off the chart oh, yeah. so it's again planted yeah, shit. definitely it's oh, yeah. not realistic but the the stuff they do in season two very interesting the way they pick this stuff apart oh, and you could does. see how this chick is such a badass oh she's awesome yeah she's really really good and even the placement of the Rav Four, she debunks all that and shows how she believes the car was moved because right. this truck driver saw the car on the side of the road down the 
away from the salvage yard at the time she would have been leaving. Yeah, There's yeah. all sorts of fucking bullshit with that in season two that they get into. Right. So again, there's a lot of really good stuff. The other issue I had is if they've got a crusher on the property, crush it right away. Why why, fucking, why would he leave the fucking car sitting there? Crush it. And it's gone. And nobody knows it. Nobody would have found it. Yeah. Nobody would have found it. So that's absurd to think that a guy in the salvage business isn't just going to be like, throw take it to crusher now. Yeah, exactly. Mobsters use the, crusher more than the actual people do yeah i mean it's that's where they say hoffa's in like a toyota somewhere all right (laughs) made into a can now yeah all right said this before it's gonna happen eventually you guys talk about season two a second i'm gonna go piss (laughs) that's okay we can do that oh yeah so yeah so um the salvage yard crusher thing i always thought was ridiculous because obviously you know if he had the crusher and he did it he would have got rid of the car oh yeah he he was bright, but I don't think, yeah, the, there's no way he did it. Yeah, I don't think so either. And they got a video um, of him at Menards yeah. at the time of this all. Yeah, that's a whole shady thing, too, where his alibi, they don't believe it. And I don't quite get why they wouldn't. Um, but these search parties that were looking for Teresa because she was missing um, and knew that she had been to the Avery Salvage Yard were looking through. And that's where they find the RAV4. And that's where all this bullshit starts. But if you watch the Making a Murderer series, there's tons of stuff like this. I mean, even if you believe what the police and the prosecutors say, there's too many things like that to really make you wonder what in the fuck is going on. I mean, I have a hard time believing that these people could even fucking sleep at night. I mean, how the fuck do you know that you're putting somebody who didn't do something in fucking prison for life? Or death or whatever the fuck they're going to... I mean, it is absolutely crazy. I mean, I just... Like I said, I get fired up about it because I think it's unbelievable. Yeah, that... They know that they got a guy to blame it on, so they're content with that decision. Right. And that's the kind of stuff, like I said, that's throughout. There's many more inconsistencies with this investigation. Of course, the police and prosecutor, Ken Kratz, who's a fucking asshole... He talks. I, I uh, it just nails around. on a chalkboard hearing him talk. Uh, he's the he claims that making a murder doesn't give all the facts, uh, and he stands behind what they did, which is fucking insane. Uh, he wrote a book on it, uh, probably one of the most annoying motherfuckers to ever exist. I mean, just to listen to him, he's fucking annoying. His voice fucking grates on my fucking nerves. Is that nerves, that like a uh, kind of bigger kind of bigger dude? Bigger yeah, dude was... that talks like a ten year old girl. Yeah, yeah. he's talking about. Oh, yeah. what was he saying? Like he doesn't believe the DNA evidence or whatever. Yeah, he just like totally that. like thinks about it's the first smiling. Thinks yeah. it's fucking funny. Well, I mean, like really. What the messed up part is is that when you get like a story from Brendan Dassey that they got. The story that he gives, we're supposed to like sit on it for a little bit and like make sure that that's what they want to say. No, nope. ten minutes later, he's in that room telling them everything and like, oh, well, this is what it was, this is what it was, this is what it was. Yeah, what a dick. Oh, I yeah. hate him, Marsha. I just watching it. Marsha's like, and I'm out loud saying, oh, I fucking hate him. Right. Marsha's like. Really? You hate him that much? Oh, yeah. I can't fucking stand him. You watch this. You watch this. You'll hate him, too. What I think is funny, though, is as he's busted later for abusing prescription drugs and sexting 
a woman that was in some like sexual fucking like what? a rape case. Like, what? dude, seriously. Oh my god. Oh yeah. For real? He also gets same. fucking busted and he resigns over it. Uh. So it's like, so there's your fucking prosecutor. Like. Fuck. Nice guy, you know, like really fucking in karma. Season two, they interview him, and he's like sitting on his porch, like in a rocking chair, just... with a new girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and he goes to the hearing because they have to go to the seven, uh, the seven court in uh, Chicago, and he walks up with a girl in hand. Like yeah. nothing's wrong. Like he's like he's hot. I'm shit. the shit. Oh, yeah, right he here, thinks dude, he's the fucking... shit. Oh, yeah, he goes on Doctor Oz. He goes on Doctor Phil. He goes. Jesus on... Christ! Oh yeah, oh, yeah. He's, he's trying exploiting. to defend his ass. Now, the Avery's case is taken up by the Chicago's Innocence Project to help those that, you know, they believe are wrongly convicted. And that's where Kathleen Zellner gets involved. Big reputation yeah, for overturning shit. shit. Yeah. She exonerated 17 people. Yeah. I mean, that's impressive. And season two, you can see why. She is a fucking beast. Yeah. Wow. I mean, if you if you could afford her as an attorney, holy shit. You got oh, the yeah. shit going on yeah. for you. Yeah. 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 I mean, dude, if that was the case, man, if you had Kathleen Zellner on your shit. <laughs> I'd be mean, like, the fucking yeah. county would be driving your ass out of here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, just get just get, struck in like a chauffeur, here, man. <laughs> they lift you out in a chair. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> a chopper. Um, <laughs> so the fact that these two guys are still in prison is very infuriating. Um, and I mentioned the other one, the innocent man, which is John Grisham is involved with. It's amazing. Very similar to this but set in uh, Ada, Oklahoma in the 1980s. Um, it's a six-part. It's fantastic. I very, very strongly recommend yeah, it. Yeah, you were talking about it's it. It's really, really good. fucking well, good. It's exceptionally I to, good. I wouldn't have to binge watch that one. <laughs> no. And if you like that sort of thing. Now, one interesting statistic, since we've been talking about this uh, wrong or uh, false confession, they claim, uh, John Grisham claims, that 4% of inmates are innocent, which equates to 90,000 people in the United dude, States that that's are in prison. So many that people. That shouldn't be. That's fucking insane, dude. That number alone that's is just almost so like many people that are incarcerated. And that's oh, only yeah. 4%. Like 20 people, that's a lot of people in one place. 90,000. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, that's, that's unbelievable. So I said earlier, and I, I stand behind this, going into this episode, I was a pretty strong, I would say, I would say very strong proponent of uh, um, execution. Death penalty. Yeah. I think if you kill people and you're a fucking you're you a know, piece, piece of shit, of shit fucking, yeah. you should fucking die. Fuck oh, you. Yeah. But okay? now when you see shit like this. When I see stuff like this, if even one person is executed wrongly, like that poor motherfucker down in Texas. That you were talking that about. That I just was yeah, talking yeah. about earlier then the whole thing is wrong. Yeah, it's all bullshit. Personally, I think the worst fucking punishment is sitting that motherfucking six by eight fucking cell. Well, however big it for is. For 90 fucking years and rotting that motherfucker, I think is worse than putting him to death. So I'm not speaking for you guys. Just, no, I do. I'm speaking for myself. I don't, I currently am not believing in the death penalty i think we should stop doing if there, it. i uh, i believe in it if there's 100 percent without a doubt proof but you can't ever do that that's the problem you can't i would agree that. with you if there was any way to conclusively prove it but even if they admit to it 
And if there's DNA there, we've just been talking about it for the last hour. It and could change. be. It, it's, we have no fucking idea whether it's from your fucking toothbrush in your apartment, and now it's at this fucking yeah, now it's trailer that got fucking Texas, killed, yeah. and they're blaming it on you for some fucking reason. I no, don't I, feel I, strongly I enough in the government to have faith in them to responsibly do that. So to right. me. Right. Fuck you. Stop doing this shit. Let these motherfuckers rot. To me, that's even worse. I mean, if you're 100% caught red-handed with a fucking doing the act. Caught red-handed, caught, literally. Yeah. yeah, literally red-handed. Oh, yeah. Fucking. Yeah, I mean, again, I know there's going to be plenty of them that deserve it and should, but I think the fact that even we're talking 90,000 yeah, of that, how there. many are are. You know, death. How many or, are on death row or whatever? Or still, yeah. I mean, dude, ten years—just ten years. No, Imagine that. Ten years, for of your life's you gone. Didn't fucking do. Especially going through some shit like that. I yeah. Mean, well, he already missed eighteen years. Let alone he's right. been there for. Yeah, he's been in there. Two thousand seven, I think, Sevens? or whatever, when that happened. So, so he's eleven years now. Yeah. Yeah. So well, like with what you said, with fucking crazy. Like he spent over half his life in prison. Oh right. yeah, and his mom and dad are not so good. No, yeah, his family, you know, I mean, it's just awful. Well, it's like just with, awful. Like with what you were saying with the whole, they should sit there instead of death row, the easy way out. They should have to sit there, but unlike Leonard Lake, didn't he have a heart attack? Oh, he took oh. cyanide. Oh, that's, Lake, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah uh, Leonard Lake, yeah. He, he David Lake. Parker <laughs> Ray with the heart attack. Yeah, David Parker Ray had the heart attack. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, you don't know when people are going <laughs> to die. Leonard Lake got cyanide just stashed right all over dude. his body. Dude. Had that shit sewn in his fucking shirt. <laughs> Fuck. He had it in his tooth. <laughs> yeah, he had, he had it in his tooth, tooth. Oh, that's too. right. Yeah, that guy was fucking He was about it. Doorways. Good plan. I mean, shit. You gotta <laughs> like, say. ain't taking me alive, copper. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can have Charles Ang. Yeah. Do you know what I bring to friendship? <laughs> you know I bring to friendship. <laughs> now, as we said, the Making a Murderer series is the main source of information that I found. Both seasons are really good, make an interesting story. The concept of false confessions definitely fascinating, and it's. And hard I to think imagine. that should be an episode, like a false confession episode. Yeah, I would like to. When I get this book, we could talk about it and look at the book together. Definitely, and dude. That that one series, that death row stories that I've been watching. There's, I think, a dozen of them on there. The same shit. It's over and over. Wrong guy. Eyewitness fucking half saw him. They fucking yeah, run like, with it. Like I guess I fucking prison. did yeah. it. Yeah, he's a bad dude or had troubles. Came from a bad neighborhood. Not one of these motherfuckers is some congressman's fucking kid. No, it's or all the mayor's some fucking, fucking daughter. Somebody fucking like me or whatever. There are all some motherfuckers come from some hard backgrounds in bad areas. Most of them. And it's fucked. Yeah, like, it's totally fuck fucked. it. This guy ain't helping our society at all. Fucking. Yeah, I mean, it's it's totally wrong, and it's not right. I don't know what the fucking answer is, but I think at a, at a minimum, they should stop fucking doing executions because they I, don't know how to fucking do it. Right. Yeah. Because it's just fucking wrong. Now, these interrogators, you know, they're trained to get information out of people, but when you do that for hours on end, it does get to you. And when you do it with somebody with a diminished capacity like Brendan Dassey, it's just not fucking right. Yeah, it's, it's not fair to that person, especially no. when, especially like you said, 
diminished mental capacity plus a minor with no lawyer or parent, no parent. Yeah, yeah. like you had to call like, it parental support. Because I'm gonna tell you what, if that was my kid, dude. Oh my god, I've been raising some fucking hell, dude. Yeah, he was 16. I mean, yeah. what the fuck? I don't like. I said I don't even know how the fuck that's legal. I yeah. still don't it, understand it, it. it. I really don't. It's fucked. That's crazy. But I don't think his uh, actual. Uh, I don't think that was actually admitted in court, right? Not in Avery's case. No, they they threw it out. Yeah, like that's they what I thought. Use that as proof, but they still kind of hint at it and still. Kinda oh yeah, it. they totally hint at it, but his actual and confession. Brendan's though, I think his. Oh, and, used, oh, and oh, Brendan's it's solely what it's based on. Yeah, yeah. Okay. that's all they had of him was that. That's so it. But there was no bullshit. DNA there's in no, the house or nothing from nothing him. So from Brendan in that right. house. That's right. Yeah, that's which is ridiculous. They called him with limitations is the nice way they put it. Poor fucking kid. Yeah, it's complete bullshit. So. So definitely something to chew on there. And we thought that would be cool for our year-end blowout episode is to do some Stephen Avery, Brendan Dassey. So hopefully you guys dig that and uh, want to read and and find out more about them and that sort of thing. And like you said, Chris, definitely worthy of an episode of doing nothing but a false confession. Yeah, 100%. That'd be a good one. Now, next week, dude, this is one we've had on the burner for a little while because when I was doing research, I remember the day I was doing research for the Iceman episode. Which was awesome. Which was great. We love doing that one. That was a good one. And I was watching some YouTube documentaries on the Iceman, and you know how it says, if you like that. If you like you that, know. check this out. Check this out. And it I was, saw in the title, like Tommy, Tommy Karate. Karate. I'm like... What the fuck is that? You know, like it's a mobster named Tommy. Cur- I mean, yes. it just sounded like like silly. You know, uh, that ain't that ain't really what that mobster went by, is it? Oh yeah, it is. And I watched it. This motherfucker looks like Glenn Danzig. He's like all dark and fucking creepy, and he's a fucking martial arts beast. Goes to Japan and shit. Yeah, I mean, to train fun. for his martial arts. Tommy Karate. And he comes back, and he's just like a complete fucking animal, and his buddy fucking whack, whack, whack. whack. If that's not the best name for a fucking mafia hitman, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what is. What you go by? Whack, whack. Right. Why is that? You want to get whacked? <laughs> so, yeah, he was hanging with some pretty sordid dudes. Yeah, it's a yeah. good one. I can't even wait. And he did think. some brutal fucking shit. He yeah. did. He was like, all about chopping no, people up. He the loved murder, dude. Yeah, he was hardcore. So that's going to be a good way to kick off 2019 with a little Tommy Karate, which should be really fun uh, with that. So that so should be that's good. That's how we're bringing in 2019. That's right. A little karate. <laughs> <laughs> so I believe I'm hearing a phone ring. I don't know. What do you guys think? Or is it a train whistle? It might be the train whistle. Like it's a fucking, CK coming to town. That's right. <laughs> Little CK. So I think we're going to get our fucking metal on right now. Nice. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Jack Frost nipping at your nose. You'll take care of if that shit doesn't put you in the fucking i mean warm and cozy dude chestnuts roasting on an open fire 
<laughs> you got if you got balls in your chin, that make them chin nuts. Right, chin nuts. It's my dick in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, merry fucking Christmas here, Murder Metal Mayhem. The day after Christmas, we're doing this. We got yes. CK. How you doing, brother? Doing good. How are you guys? Fucking great, man. Yeah, we got Joe still here with us, CK. What's so up? we're having a good four way conversation. Joe, here. I love so. four ways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> damn switch. <laughs> <laughs> Must be pretty crazy over there on Wild Man on Street, Wild apparently. Man. <laughs> it's always fucking crazy over here. Oh, fuck, you rusting some chestnuts, brother? <laughs> So what do you got, CK? I know we're talking about a a big kind of year-end thing, so what would you have in mind? Yeah, 2018, the year in metal, the, the to me, like the top 16, 17 albums of the year. Um, some are bands that people know about. Some may be bands that people don't know. A um, couple surprises here and there. Some some couple things that didn't make the list, but um, here I go. Um, this is in no way any order. Yeah, um, just try- great albums came out. Yeah, because trying to put this shit in order, it's like impossible. It's no. I, mean, I hear you, brother. No, it's my opinion, you know, but th- these are the albums that I think are the top albums of 2018. Um, Judas Priest Firepower. Oh, that's one of mine. I knew that was going to be that one. Bro. Oh, yeah, that's, that's on my list. Did, didn't expect it to be that good. Um, you know, Great album came out to be kind of the beginning of the year. Um, totally blew me away. Um, another one that I know we're all into, Revocation, the outer oh, ones. Oh, definitely yes. Revocation is yeah, definitely one. one of my favorite ones. Yep. Oh, yeah, that's a good um, one. You know, they just kill all the time. Seven albums, I think, and not one bad one. No. An- an- another great band, Arsis, The Visitant. Yes. Um, Arsis is wicked, dude. You know, technical death metal, kind of in the vein of Revocation. Um, another band that, that always puts out some killer stuff. Um, this one's for you, Chris. Oh, shit. Clutch. Book of Bad Fuck decisions. you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate Clutch. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> I, I know how much you love Clutch. But um, a band that oh, I love... Another band to me that that always puts out good quality stuff. Um, the only live album to make it, Fate's Warning, live over Europe. Oh fuck yeah, dude! Hell That's yeah. a um, to, well recorded album. Yes, to me, it's one of the best sounding live albums I've heard in a while. It's good um, when you get a nice sounding live album too, because some of them sound good, but oh, there's some that yeah. I heard that sound like shit. Oh yeah, and I don't, I don't, and I think this is there's no overdubs on this. You know, it's it's. It's a live album, an actual live album, no overdubs. Yeah. So um, there's no uh, way those guys would do that. So no, no, it's, no, it's the real you know. thing. And I've seen them live more than more than enough to realize that they are that good live. Oh yeah, they're right. amazing. Here's I've never one that seen caught me sadly. by total surprise. I think caught everybody by surprise. Venom. Storm oh, the dude. Geeks. That album rips, man. That yes, rips. Yes. Um, didn't expect. I mean, they they put out some good quality pod, product the last couple of years, but this one is just fucking phenomenal. Um, just kicks kicks major ass. Yeah. Um, band from Seattle just came out a couple weeks ago. Metal Church. Damned if I do. That's a good one. Um, 
Another great, another great album. The second album with um, Mike Halback as lead singer. Um, love it. Yeah, I haven't heard that. I saw that they put out a new one. I still haven't heard that. So yeah, it's good. Um, when you get a chance, then. listen to it. It 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 kills. Definitely. Um, a band from England, little little on the doom doom side of things. Orange Goblin, Wolf Bites Back. Um, they've been around a while. Never um, heard them. Orange they're, Goblin. That's kind Orange of a Goblin. fucked up name. They they've been around for a while. This is like they're they, they got like eight or nine albums. They've been around a while. They're um, big on the Doom scene. Um, Not real they huge. Just the catalog. Go check them out. Good okay. stuff. Um, Corrosion of Conformity. No yeah, cross, no good. crown. Yeah, their new albums get a shit. Huh? I haven't um, heard it. Yeah, it's the it, their lead singer that they previously had had in early well. On um in the early nineties, Carl, he's back with the band. First album back with him, Killer. Okay, cool. Another another band that nobody even knew this band was coming out with an album. Um, they were around in the nineties. They kind of came up with the genre stoner doom metal, Sleep. I have heard, called Sciences. I have heard them, but it's been many years. Yeah, and what have, I remember, they I'm were not familiar really with good. them, but I've been seeing them mentioned in things here lately. Yeah, they they had an out. Their last album came out in the in the nineties, mid nineties. Right. Okay. Um, nobody knew this album was coming out. It came out, believe it or not, on four twenty. Nice. Um, nice. it was it was released it was released digitally on 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 four twenty. Mm-hmm. Um, even even strangers, the label that it's on, it's on Third Man Records, which is um. If anybody know who Jack White is from the um, White Stripes, yes, I know who that, that is. Yeah, that's his label. Um, really loves these guys. Oh. He put he put out the physical form of on, on vinyl and CD. That's cool. Um, great fucking album. Um, band from Gothenburg, um, at the gates to drink the night itself. I haven't listened to at the gates. Yeah, in I haven't a while. heard it. Is it any good? Oh, it's fucking great. Um, picks up where the last album left off a couple years ago. Um, it, they just get more brutal. Just get more brutal. Fuck yeah, dude. Cool. This is why I like talking to you. You just inform me of so much shit. Yeah, I, I'm lacking, dude. I'm definitely I mean, going to check out some Orange Goblin. I got that yeah, one. Oh, I love, I love those guys. You got, you got to check them out. They're oh, fucking great. I, I text will. them all the time. Be like, hey, man, what bands um, are you recommending right now? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Another, another band we've talked about, Voivod The Wake. Right. Um, great fucking band. I, we, we had a segment on them. I don't need to go into them anymore. Um, check them out. Now, here's another band. Not a fan. Um, High on Fire, which is Mike Pike, the guitarist from Sleep. This is his band. Um, they've been around for a while. They have seven or eight albums. High on Fire, Electric Masses. Um, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, Electric Electric Messiah. I'm sorry. Um Good fucking, good fucking metal in the vein of Mastodon. Like now, when you say good fucking metal, is that metal you fuck to, or is it just fucking good metal? <laughs> well, you, you could do, you could do either or. You know, right, right. I just gotta you know, know, man. I just gotta know. It, it could go both ways. No, whatever. You're just into, like you, cool. Joe. Just I like haven't you, heard much of them. I know they obviously. I know of them, but I honestly, I'm not real familiar with High on Fires you know, albums, but I know who they are. And I thought they were like, you compared them to Mastodon. And I thought that that was kind of where I was in my head. Right. Yeah. Thinking, that, that's, so. 
that's kind of where the vein are, and they're kind of like, kind of like not doomy. Right. Yeah, it's they, more they upbeat than that. that like, yeah, it, they got their own sound, and, and they're fucking brutal as hell. Check them out. Cool. So they, they remind you kind um, of a little bit of Mastodon. So is it like kind of like Neurosis, too? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Neurosis well, is a Mastodon. Neurosis is a little... They're, they're a little more left out in left field than Mastodon and High yeah, Fire. Yeah, yeah. But um, it's kind of like the same vein, yeah. All right, cool, cool. Give or take. That's cool. And um, here's one I think we all love: Pig Destroyer, Head Cage. Oh fuck, that shit kills, man. <laughs> yes, sir. That's brutal. I remember when Pete's like, "Dude, why is everybody so mean to pigs?" <laughs> yeah, why are you gonna destroy them? I mean, I guess if you get to destroy them and then eat them, I guess maybe. All right, but damn, that's dude. a lot of fucking bacon, man. <laughs> fuck. Why not? How much like bacon now? do you need? Like you ate nine oh, cans shit. of ravioli, Ricky. You know, like, <laughs> who eats nine cans of ravioli? <laughs> yeah, who I don't feel nine good nine about it. <laughs> um, oh shit! Here's a band. They've been around for a while from Germany. Um, technical, they're, they're technical death metal. Obscura. The album is called Delivium. They're good. I, their new one's pretty good. I um, another great band. It was on my um, recommended. I love them. Hey, not not to change the subject, but I was just going back to the nine cans of ravioli. <laughs> oh, fuck, <laughs> dude! You know we've been laughing about like grindcore band names and stuff. If I ever do uh, like a solo project, I think I'm going to call it nine cans nine of ravioli. Can- <laughs> That'd be that fucking would be awesome, so dude. Just up there with my bass, just singing with fucking drum tracks and guitar tracks. Just, That's oh, fucking. Yeah, it fucking could be you. Yeah. It could be nine cans of ravioli you got a with, with menstrual munchies. Yeah, yeah. With oh uh, sure, yeah, I could be nine cans of ravioli. Hey, <laughs> CK. He should make his backdrop him wearing the Chef Boyardee outfit. The Chef Boyardee. Yeah. Dude, that's right. That'd be awesome. Kind of like Jesse does a naked thing. He does a Chef Boyardee. Wow, not to totally derail you, CK. Yeah, sorry. No, Raymond. that's all right. This is what we're here for. This is what makes the fucking the podcast exactly. the podcast. Spontaneous <laughs> silliness. So. Yeah. Awesome. Fuck yeah, dude. Um. Another band that I didn't think would make this list, um, D. Snyder for the Love of Metal. Oh, that was such a good one. Have not um, listened to that at all. And if nobody knows, um, Jamie Josta from Hatebreed produced this. Um, oh, did he? Oh, really? And he and it was all outside writing as far as um, members from Arch Enemy, um, huh? Lamb of God, Hatebreed. Really? And um, so from um Toxic Holocaust had a song on it. And D does the vocals or Yeah, yeah. It's his album. It's actually really hard. It actually goes way harder than I thought it really? would. Like I was showing dad, I'm like, this hits surprisingly harder than I yeah, thought it, it would. It was pretty heavy stuff. So I, that makes sense it, that these other dudes were involved with it. Like, I, I have no idea. Jamie the first Jaster, song just goes. It was recorded at um Dexter's lab in Milford, Connecticut, which is up twenty five miles south of here. Yeah. Um, which is owned by the drummer for um Toxic Holocaust. So all these guys had a hand in and 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 producing this album and um it, it's a fucking killer album and yeah. he's it, it i'm rips. definitely gonna check that shit out that's a good one dude that's good um another album that 
you know, unfortunately, it was it was this guy's last album, World Dane from Nevermore. Oh, that's um, right. Yeah, he passed away last year. He fi- he just finished his album right before he passed away. Nice. Um, that's a good legacy, right there. It's called Something Shadow to show Work. Um, if nobody's ever heard of Warl, um, check out Nevermore. Um, before that, he was in Sanctuary, and this guy had a voice. He had a set alongside him like a motherfucker. I mean, he he could fucking sing. He had a great voice. Nice. Um, you know, again, left us too early, unfortunately, but he did leave this album, and um, it's killer. Fuck yeah! I'm not a. Um, I'm, I've never been a huge listener of Nevermore, but everything I've heard, I have not. I've liked it's good shit, but I've never been a big fan of it. Like, well, I'm not going to say not a fan listener. Right. Yeah. Give I mean, give a listen. Cause they had, I mean, they're kind of progressive, but they had some fucking great fucking hooks in their song. Great songwriting. Um, monstrosity. Oh, fucking insane. I love that album. Passage of existence. Yes. Um, we, we've raved about this album. Dude, yeah, we've uh, talked about this album. Yeah, a few did times. that interview with Lee. Fucking, yes. that was killer, man. Yes. You know what? Another great album. Um, and last but not least, Veterans of the Metal the genre, Saxon Thunderbolt. Oh, oh yeah. Damn. Nice. All right. Yeah, they were kick ass opening for Judas Priest, man. We saw they them. They were. It was fucking oh, my wicked. God. I, I obsessed over that CD and. Uh, yeah, they didn't Nos, disappoint, man. Oh, yeah, Nosferatu is probably my favorite one off that one. No, and, and, oh, and, and, hearing and I, sirens in the background. Yeah, okay. what do you do? Yeah. Damn. Did Wild you, Man Street. Fucking, the, Why are you dragging fucking... bodies, dude? <laughs> is it the Ethiopians, man? <laughs> it's, it's the mean streets of fucking Danbury, dude. I guess so. <laughs> Damn, hopefully it's not Angel over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no and shit. I, and I'm going to give my let down, let down album of the year. Yeah. The letdown um, album of the year. The new right. ghost. Yeah. I fucking hate ghosts anyway. I'm not a big fan. I've heard a couple songs that are okay, but no, it's eh. not really my thing, but they're <laughs> they're interesting. It's the whole presentation of it, I think, is interesting. Why you... Yeah, I mean, I, the first album was really good. Um, two albums after that were okay. This album, I just I can't get into it. I don't know if it's because – because they're getting uh, more mainstream. They're like, yeah. all right. I don't know. Getting... I think it's that. Plus, I think it's kind of getting to be like where it's a joke. They got yeah. more. Yeah. They're more chic is kind of gone. Yeah. yeah. yeah you know, it, it, the guy, it's Tobias Forge. That's his band. You know, he's got right. a bunch of fucking other people. He was sued by so-called members, but I have a feeling that it was made up to um, oh. promote the band more. But that's just my opinion. The more yeah. for background music um, is what they're good for. You know, so yeah, but that, that, music makes sense. that's that's your top, huh? That's was my that top 15, you said <laughs> 15, 16, 17. I lost, yeah, bro. Time. I only got three now. Yeah, uh, Shawback, what are your top? I told you to come up with three. I, I come up with three. They're not really, a, they're not really a top, they're well, just okay. they're just albums that the came ones out you this like? year that I like. Which ones was that? One of them is definitely Necro Camel Ass, ass Grinder, fucking Fuck yeah. Robot with a Human Dick. <laughs> <laughs> I, dude, 
What? You know, I still wear my shirt. Nobody fucking has said anything to me yet about it. That's so <laughs> funny, dude. <laughs> wear, wear it to no, work and then see that. That fucking album is so good, dude. Yeah. Like, it, it's super grind yeah. fucking and jams. Yeah. I love the way it sounds. And like I said, Trash Dick did a great yeah, job. Yeah, Trash Dick is the shit. So an awesome <laughs> name. Fucking, uh, what else you but got? Yeah, Necro Cam. And then uh, two... This is just recent, so it's fresh in my head. This is might be why it's one. Yeah, but it's fucking Grindzilla. Grindzilla is badass, like, dude. That fucking it's oh my called, god, uh, uh, Tashanada. I don't know what the fuck it's called, <laughs> but they're from like Belize. So like, I don't know. Like every, all their shits in English, but I don't even know how to pronounce the title of the album. Yeah. They're fucking badass. Yeah, I'm going to call it, it Tosh.666. <laughs> but, but yeah. But Grindzilla, have you heard them, Chris? I've heard of I've heard of them. I haven't heard them. Dude, it's, like, it's straight up. Oh, yeah. You got to check up it some out. some grind. It's brutal. With the though. groove. Yeah, they fuck. groove. It's good. I like it. And I'm not a big and, grindcore guy, right. but I liked it a lot. It's fucking good. It's really Tosh. heavy stuff. It's good. And Tosh then, and Kwandan. Another one I'm going to mention, and like I said, there's no order here. This isn't three, two, one. This is just uh, Phil Anselmo and the Illegals uh, choosing mental illness as a yeah. virtue. Yeah, that, that, that's a great album. Dude, that is a good that album. That fucking album just kills it, dude. I fucking love I mean, when I got to see them. Yeah, you them, got to see them, too. Yeah, when that's I got cool. to see them, dude, it was so awesome. Fucking loved it. Phil and Selmo and the Illegals. Hmm. Philip H. and Selmo and the Illegals is what it's called. Hmm. He, he... I, I, I like, here's the thing with Phil and Selmo. I like all his shit other than fucking Pantera more than Pantera. What's that mean? Like, like down, I like down, Super Joint Ritual, um, Scour. But you like that better than Pantera? I like that better than Pantera. All right. I under, okay, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. That's fucking cool as shit. Yeah. Like, because I, I got it down a little bit. I listened to, like, the first album, whatever, but it was, like, really slow to me. Well, that that's his, that's his Doom project. Yeah, left, definitely, without, definitely. You know, his, his Black Sabbath influence, Doom, Pentagram influence thing. Right. Um. But I yeah. think they're still putting out albums, but they haven't put anything out in a while. Right. Right. Oh, yeah. so is that well, your, that's my three. That's your so what top, you got, Joe? Joe? What you got? I would have to agree with you with Firepower. That was an amazing CD. <laughs> nice. Okay. Nice. That's fucking badass. He's I got to say. Piece, Chris, I've asked you and talked to you before through text. Uh, Parkway Drive, their new one. Uh, can't think of the name of it right off the bat. They're They're different. They're hard hitting. Oh, I know who they are. Yeah, they're I'm, good. I'm personally not a fan of them for some yeah, reason. They're good. I've never even heard them, but the name upsets me. It, it, it's just, I, <laughs> it is kind of a. I don't even know. Like, there could have been 40 I'm, motherfuckers I'm chopped up with a chainsaw <laughs> on, a, on a street called Parkway Drive, which would be very brutal. And I have no idea if that's the case or where they come up with no, it. But when I look at that. It, yeah. it 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 churns my fucking stomach because I hate that name. Like wussified band <laughs> names for bands that are good. I, I remember we Jeff, played with in Low Twelve a band that was so badass on stage, and they had like I'm I'm not even exaggerating a band name like Burning Love Letters oh my God, or something like that. 
Nah. And I'm like, dude, like, can you not, like, do the burning love letter thing? You know, like, what are you doing? I'm not doing anything. Are you there, CK? CK? Did we lose him? I guess. Oh, shit. Are you there, dude? Chris. Yo. I just hung up. I'm going to call him back. We're talking about the Lafayette show. That was Lafayette. What the fuck, dude? I don't know what happened. We just lost you. It's the poser guys, man. <laughs> Must be the poser guys in here. You so. can punch it in, though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can um, punch it, it in. Yeah, it wasn't actually wasn't much of a of a gap, but uh, no, anyway. No. So we left off uh, with what uh, Parkway Joe that Drive? Parkway Drive. Yeah, the reverence. The reverence. The reverence, reverence or whatever. <laughs> did it just for you dad <laughs> and then my next would have to be uh volbeat just released a new live cd and they have uh it sounds really good live and they have melee from creator and barney from uh napalm death come on and no nice. shit Danko jones cool, and it's a good it's really good live it's over in uh denmark but it sounds really good live fuck yeah dude like another live album is being somebody's pick that's fucking great dude yeah, oh, yeah i think it is too that sounds i mean they, they do the whole they do a shit ton of good songs and like the whole crowd sings and it's just a good right that's that's cool my top three i'm going three two one here i did rank mine it was tough to do but i came up with a ranking number three revocation the outer ones so badass as we've been Again, talking, yeah. it kills. Like, like, obviously, and you just knew... like a year ago, you didn't even know anything about them. No, that's yeah. what I was saying earlier yeah. is all the stuff we've learned from listening to your wisdom, dude. So we we like, did oh. point that out before your call. You know, is... Yeah, that's what I'm here for, you know. I know, dude. <laughs> I know. It's awesome. It's awesome. So I have a revocation. And then number two, Venom, Storm the Gates. So fucking badass. Fuck yeah. yeah. I was really happy to see how good it was. <clears throat> it fucking kills. <clears throat> he does it a little bit, but it's actually, that he bass, does have a nice tone <clears throat> on this album. I like his tone. I love his voice. The songwriting is strong. They kick fucking ass. So it's uh, it's great. And then number one, I, I got to go with Monstrosity, The Passage of Existence. I love it. It's Dude, uh, that fucking yeah. album. Fucking a long time slays, coming, man. and it just absolutely kills. Um, and then I've got a couple of honorable mentions. Uh, Judas Priest, I love that one. The Live Fates Warning, totally agree with you, CK. And then lastly, Terrorizer. That, that fucking Terrorizer album, rips. album fucking Yeah, Terrorizer is a great album. That just, it was like, like on the cusp of making my list. Right. Oh, it's a good one. I really you like know, it. There's just really so good. many fucking, so many albums that came out last oh, year. I'm trying to I know. narrow this shit down. And, oh, know. yeah. It's not an easy job. So I think that was no. cool. We kind of agreed on a lot of our stuff and we each had some different things which Definitely. is always cool and i just learned about some bands i didn't even fucking know yeah about. thank Orange you Goblin. gotta check that out um, um an update on cannibal corpse uh, guitar player pat o'brien i saw something where the cops said there were 80 guns oh in God. the house and two skulls which is kind of fucked up like human skulls like I know people collect shit that like shit that. Happens, yeah, but... I'm not saying it's like anything bad. I'm just saying what that's what they found. So 
That's uh, definitely. Uh... <laughs> I bet you if they came to my house and found that shit, there's some bad shit waiting. Down. <laughs> well, hopefully, hopefully they're like a Stephen it. Avery in the fucking <laughs> Shawback Fuck. Salvage Yard, dude. Fuck yeah, the compound. <laughs> But it sounds Uh, like Pat, you know, really needs a lot of help. And it sounds like he's getting that help, which is great. Sounds like he's in rehab or some sort of. I just hope he gets, you know, get some relief because he's a good dude. And and everybody has nothing but good things to say about him as a person. And we all know amazing contribution on the metal scene with this time in the corpse. So. that's fucking. Somebody's fucking doing some. And then Cannibal Corpse is going on with uh, with that tour. So I did yes, say that. One hundred percent. Must yeah. have somebody lined up. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of guys that'll step in and take care of business. I'm fucking and... doing it, dude. I got that <laughs> shit. <laughs> so, so that's good. And then I, I heard, heard Ingve Malmsteen is going to be the um, guitarist. Oh God! Yeah, uh, right. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, that's I a kick in the that. Jimmy. Oh boy. <laughs> Now, Shawback, you said that uh, you went to a show at the Night Shop last Friday. We talked about it in downtown Bloomington, Illinois. Yes, I did. I, I wasn't to... able to be there. My back was fucked up, and you were there for a bit. I, I was there. I, I didn't stay too long because my youngest daughter wanted to go. She's like, Dad, I want to go see some metal, too. So I'm, when your daughter says, yeah, I want to go see metal, you're like, Take your kid to go yeah, see fucking metal. Exactly. Like take your kid to work day. Yeah. Take your kid to metal night. There you go. <laughs> so like uh we went up there. I was able to be there till about ten o'clock with my daughter. And then uh but the show was great. I saw, I got to see uh Blood Feud, Goremonger, uh fuck. Man, who played before fucking tri- or uh Blood Feud? Anyway, but I got to see some good bands. Check it out. I'll fucking post up who played. We've talked about it. But it was a great time. Uh, some crazy shit happened. Yeah. Like fucking. Uh, oh, yeah. You were talking. Yeah. While fucking Gormonger is playing, this chick has a seizure, bashes her head, oh. and has to get taken out on a stretcher. And Catherine's like, dude, this is the second time this year somebody got taken away from my <laughs> show in an ambulance. Right. Like, what yeah. the fuck? Because yeah. the other, the first one yeah, was... Yeah, homeboy blew his hands off with a fucking firework. Yeah, the 4th of July party blew his hand off. He yeah. is good, though. What the fuck? No, yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, he's good. I mean, he doesn't have his hand, but he's yeah. good, though. Everything's good. Wow. Yeah, so twice at Cashman shows, ca- somebody's got taken out in a stretcher. Over what does he have to take fucking liability insurance out when he does the show now? I don't know. <laughs> right. Yeah. Gormonger's <laughs> playing. Give us another account. Yeah. Get a, get a yeah. stretcher on standby. Call 911 now. <laughs> get him on fucking standby. It's like so, wrestling. They got the fucking yeah. paramedics on, on, on the sideline. Right. Or but, Scott, it was a, but it was a good show, though? Yeah, dude. it was a great show, dude. Yeah, uh, a lot yeah. of people. There was a lot of people there. That was nice. people. Uh, Dirt, Bill Nye, the Nazi spy, he came all the oh, way from nice. Iowa. Oh, nice, Bill Nye come down. Fucking Trash Dick was there. Oh, Fucking, man. Like, motherfuckers came from all over. That's cool. And there was, there was literally a bunch of people there. Oh, that's and really my cool. Da- like I said, I took my daughter there. Who She's only nine. She's like, I want to go see these bands, Dad. Right. So how fucking more metal can you get? And you can't stay till what past ten, is it or something? Well, the bartender said she could stay as long as I'm there being her parent. And I'm like, Well, it's gonna start getting stupid in here. It's late. Right. It's downtown Bloomington. Let's just go ahead and go. 
Right. I mean, I mean, that's my kid, man. Of course, of course. I'm not trying to get her in any kind of danger no. or something. No, like no. But if you I want to go see cool, some metal, though, go see some metal. Her, man. That's yeah. awesome, man. I used to go to shows with you all the time. Yeah, I used to oh, take dude, you Dude, I remember seeing you when you was a youngin', dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he Joey was turned, going to see Joey, show. Joey turned out okay. Uh, I wouldn't go that far. I don't know okay. about that. For the most part. Almost as okay as his dad. Yeah. Yeah, that's on the Obsession with disturbed and, and stuff like that. Do I need to talk about your shrine of My Little Pony? <laughs> oh shit! Oh, don't talk about oh, My shit. Little Ponies now. <laughs> so, uh, any other I, metal, I, I'm gonna local the, stuff? I'm definitely going to end the year with uh, no news. We're going to start the year with news. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. So yeah, that's what I got. Good show on fucking Friday. Yeah, that's awesome. Good to see the local scene going on and lots of upcoming releases next year. Pretty exciting uh, to see. It's a good time in metal, I think. A lot of things happening, so that's always positive. Chalk's going to be doing their new shit with the new lineup. Yep, yep. And uh, we're going to be doing some shows. We've been talking about that. Going to try to line some of that up for next year early as possible. And so it's uh, kick-ass. So, CK, always nice to have you on. Always good to be on. And uh, you be good over there on Wildman Street. Hey, don't burn the fucking shores down. While I have you you three together, I want to say, as a listener of the show, you guys do a kick-ass job of the podcast. Thanks, bro. Well, thank you. Thank you very much, Joe. And CK, I'll leave you here, buddy, and uh, we'll play some more Christmas music to keep people in the mood here. So. All right. Merry fucking Christmas. Merry Christmas, you. brother. But the fire is so delightful. And since we no place to glow, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. It doesn't show signs of stopping. And I brought some corn for popping. The lights are turned way down low. Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Fucking ho, fucking ho, <laughs> fucking ho. Damn. <laughs> little rewrite there. Yeah, that's uh, putting people in the Christmas spirit, even though it's post-Christmas. Remix by Chris Shawback. You no, know, you're fucking still reeling from Christmas. You're hungover, maybe, or you're fucking... Maybe, whatever. Maybe you're you just, just went back to work after yeah. a four-day weekend, and you're, and pissed. you're like... God damn it. This and you sucks. just want to hear some bald motherfucker screaming about fucking Christmas stuff. You know? Hell yeah. I don't know. Tis the season. That's sorry. right. And we are in the mayhem segment. And Joe, you're still surviving here. Your oh, first barely. I'm uh, barely hanging on. podcast, uh, episode 37 here. Um, an update on the studio. Uh, painting Inside is uh, wrapping up here next day or two. Uh, we'll begin uh, hanging up the- stuff can't wait to get some shit going on oh i know oh, yeah it's i got the carpet carpets ordered Fucking. yep carpets Ugh. coming in friday uh we got a new light that we're gonna put up yeah and uh we i, I love our... the fact that it has your name on it too yes yeah. <laughs> peter's billiards yeah a friend of mine gave that to me a cool bar light like above a pool table yeah, hell yeah it looks really slick with harley davidson on the other side even though I don't ride. Yeah, I don't either. It's just cool. It's a cool light. So no, it's it, a badass Perfect light. for the room. And we got our table coming in. That'll be all blood spattered with cool metal stickers. And the Venom the Dominus Dominus mask. coming in. It'll be sick he, as fuck. He will finally be at home. He at will. Peace. He will. 
He his will. Final, his and final course, resting place. CCK will be out there with us, obviously. He, guarding the spot while we're not there. That's right. That's right. So it's going to be awesome. And so we'll keep you guys updated. We've been holding off on the pictures because we want to do a reveal when the room is done. Wow, like, look at where we're at now. And we're, we're going at... to do a video reveal, Come and then we'll do a bunch of stills, and so yeah. you'll see it a variety of ways. All the pictures they've seen of us doing the podcast right here, where we're at right now, they're going right. to be like, holy shit. Started yeah. from the bottom, now we're here. Yeah, I mean, we're in the corner of my bedroom doing the best we can with limited space yeah. and, and, and equipment, and so the, the issues yeah. happen, mm-hmm. and we just say, fuck it. And we Pete just keep fucking doing it. But the way it sounds, you wouldn't ever know that it's filmed or that it's recorded. Right. Like the way it is with yeah. like boxes around us and shit like that. So yeah, mm. it's it's Sound pretty crazy. Man. But it's been a it's been an awesome year, man. We talked about starting it in April and uh we're, you know, doing episode thirty seven, so that's just crazy, man. It's just yeah, it is crazy. It just, End of the year is like we got a whole beginning now. After today, it's like right now we go time right. for fifty-two more it episodes. With karate too. Totally, we're, we're coming totally. in. We're coming in karate strong. <laughs> <laughs> now, we uh, one of the things we love to do in the mayhem segment, of course, is um, just random stories of fucked up stories. Mayhem. Yeah, and talking with friends, and we've had Crazy Mike in here, which was fucking amazing with the couch fucker. Three part fucking epic fucking story right. was the bomb, dude. Right. So, Joey, I don't, Pete being your dad, I don't know if uh, you had ever heard the couch fucker story before the podcast. I could have schooled you on it. Okay. Probably. All right. So, you <laughs> yeah, knew I've heard about it. it. I've heard him tell, I'd say everybody. Yeah, almost. yeah. All right, all right. All, that's cool. Oh, yeah, I grew up a so, crazy with Mike. The first, oh, yeah. Can I ask you the first time you ever heard it? What did you think of that? <laughs> well, what would any. Person with the sane of mind think of that. It's fucked up. Can I ask you how hilarious. old you were the first time you heard that? A ballpark? A ballpark? Yeah, yeah, ballpark figure. Maybe 12, 13. Uh, yes. Maybe? Maybe? <laughs> like, uh, oh, ballpark shit. Yeah. Dad telling him some shit. Yeah. Dad telling oh, me yeah. some shit. That's oh, not the yeah, worst dude. I've heard, so. But yeah, yeah Couch Fucker was great, dude. It was just so fucking funny. Um, so, you know, you guys listening, if you're new to the show, you need to go back to some of those yeah, early ones. And check out some couch. Oh fuckers. God. It's Cause we spread it series. out. Yeah. Three parter with couch I, fucker. Ah, when you're fucking goddamn <laughs> laying there naked as fuck in your friend's grandma's house. Right. Fucking just naked as fuck. Dude. Yeah. I mean, he let the fucking toilet run. Yeah. Just so she could fucking cover, <laughs> cover his dick up because it turned him on. How fucked up is that, dude? Yeah, I mean that was a a fucked up story. And then going in the hospital, yeah, going to the hospital with a fork in your eye. Yeah, the fork in his eye. And he's stroking it, and still stroking, still stroking off in the hospital. This dude needs help, right? (laughs) And then there was the black and curly story, which a lot of people really like going to Red Lobster. Order whatever you want. Little little pubic hairs in the food. Get whatever you want, dude. Oh, my God. Just telling that story was so fucking funny. So if you miss Black and Curly, that was a good one. Check it out. uh, Yeah, the episode uh, descriptions, you know, you can see some of that there, too. So they're earlier in the episodes, but we've been doing these nonstop. So this shit just keeps rolling. uh, One of the earlier episodes, the fucking Hank Jr. show. 
Oh, we got dude. thrown out of the fucking Illinois State Fair by the cops, dude. That, that one that cracked was good. me up. Shawback like, style. Dude, like, for real, me and Michael were both drunk. Like, I listened, I listened to it after we recorded it, and I'm like, oh, man, I made it sound like Michael was wasted <laughs> and I wasn't drinking, which is a false statement. <laughs> Are you going to falsely? Because I was drunk as fuck, too, but <laughs> I wasn't acting all a fool like that, but it was fun as fuck listening to that episode. It's fucking great. The mayhem never stops. Yeah, big time, big time. And those dumb drummer stories with the fucking cups and what size cup do I use when I'm making it says, macaroni and it cheese? It says three cups. Yeah. I got there's 16 sizes of cups yeah. here. What, do what I size use? cup do I use? Yeah. yeah. It says there's put six cups of water I in there. Oh boy, it's a unit of measurement. <laughs> I do that to yeah. Marsha just to mess with Marsha. I go, do I use this cup or this cup? This right. Cup. Yeah, a yeah. shot glass or a fucking oh. big gulp? Yeah. Oh, or a side cup. Fucking ridiculous. Oh, God, the sled man. through the window, that was another good one. That dude didn't know what the fuck to do about <laughs> that shit, man. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I can't even imagine being fucked up in your basement apartment. And this old kid comes flying kid through comes your window. In a snowsuit. All was, shredded I'd up. I'd be man. like, oh, uh, Did that really no, just happen? Pretty much. Oh, man. Yeah. He was like, dude. Oh, wait, I am home. He's like, dude, are you okay? That's what he said. Yeah, like, I can't even imagine how fucking crazy fucking that would have been. Hell and shit. Just like, dude. You're on the phone. Some kid just went flying through my window, man. You know, like, how'd you it's tell, like on a movie. How'd you, you know? tell Grandma Grandpa? How'd you tell them? Oh, uh, Dina, shit. I was fucking limping up the street. And <laughs> Dina fucking ran up ahead of me and fucking told. And yeah, I got in a bunch of shit. <laughs> no. My ass whipped. No fucking dinner. Yeah, no that dinner. was fucking brutal. Snitches get stitches. I guess. That should have been your sister. And then yeah. the crazy drill sergeant stories. I know we had a lot of people thought those were good. You, you, you just shit the baby. Yeah, yeah, don't fuck the baby now, son. You don't fuck the baby. You don't fuck the baby, son. Oh, my God. That shit's so funny. So those were some good ones. Yeah. Now, I thought, you know, it's the end of the year. I'm going with the fucking frozen puke. Oh, are you going to go with that one? Because I, oh, yeah. I gave you the option of the, uh, um, the uh, what was it, the frozen puke? Or the broken arm. Yeah. Or, or the, your sister's broken arm. Dude, I got to hear the vomit. It's the end of the year. Yeah. So, yeah. So, the frozen puke in the freezer, um, it was a good one. Um, back in the day in uh would have been like uh probably 86 87 somewhere around there my first band um i was at band practice and i wasn't feeling real good and the night before my roommate um who was also the the guy in the black and curly story can i ask you a question yes yes was your band practice spot also the party spot no okay no it was not. <laughs> my apartment was. So I'm at my apartment, and we're partying the night before, and my roommate, who was the black and curly guy. Right, okay, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His black that and curly. Loves- yeah. Oh, shit. So, so he goes, He somebody was talking about being <laughs> gross, and he's like, I'll tell you what. He goes, if you fucking puke, he goes, I'll fucking fry it. I'll fucking bake it. I'll fucking fricassee that shit, and I'll fucking eat yeah, it. I'll fricassee it. <laughs> nice. That's and I'm good. like, what uh, the fuck? Like, 
No, that's fucking nasty, <laughs> right? Don't, don't eat my yeah, vomit, Yeah, that's dude. disgusting. I don't even like it when I puke in my own mouth and swallow dude, it. he used to use a fly swatter at work and fucking swat flies and then lick them off the fly swatter. Dude was fucked, okay? That's a bird shit. He was fucked, okay? So, anyway. Yeah, I'd so agree. So, he's talking about fucking eating puke, okay? So, I'm at band practice and I'm not feeling real well. And the girl who, a drummer's girlfriend, we practiced in her basement for a while. Her right, mom right. and her baked us these fucking chocolate cookies. They were really fucking good. Okay. So I ate several of these cookies. We all did. We were fucking starving and they were fucking really yeah, good. Yeah, you gorged yourself on cookies we did. and drank a bunch of beer. We did. I don't know about drinking beer, but I was eating a lot of cookies. Okay. So That's I'm driving to my apartment. And I felt like I had a puke, okay? Right. And then I thought about my roommate and his, you know, I'll fucking bake it. I'll fucking, I'll fucking fry it. it. I'll freaking oh, see that shit. I got you some new cookie batter. Oh, shit. So, <laughs> so I drove to the apartment and I ran in because I was like, I really had a puke. And I'm looking around for something to puke in to collect the puke, you know? Right, yeah. You don't want to <clears> just like. Puke yeah, I'm puking the, the toilet or on, you know, all over my kitchen table or something. So, right, right. So, <laughs> into a, into a cookie sheet. One goes away, and the other one just splatters all over the floor. But I'm trying to preserve it. Now let he's me, claiming he's going to eat it. Now, let okay. me ask you. Can I ask you something? Right, right. Yeah. Did you have cookie sheets at your house? You could have just done it in a cookie sheet. <laughs> oh. No, I, well, no, I might have. said he'd bake it. Have you ever vomited? It splashes. I have. I have. So I'm looking through the fucking cabinets and, you know, we were cheap asses and we had like margarine containers, you know, for bowls. Didn't right? we all? Of course. I still do. So, <laughs> so, yeah. So we've got, you know, these containers that we're keeping. And uh, so I grabbed one of those and I fucking puked in that. Okay? <laughs> that wasn't so a lot of puke then, was it? It's like syrupy, like black, like chocolatey. Because like, I just Ooh. ate like four fucking cookies, you know? I got you. And so I puked in the bowl, and I put a fucking pencil in it, like a fucking popsicle stick. <laughs> you did not. Yes. And I put it in the freezer. Okay? <laughs> so then, like, that night, okay? Oh, my God. We had a new guy in the band that just joined the band, okay? All right, right. And he was coming to my apartment to learn, like, some of the songs with me, you know? And so he comes over... And he's like, oh, you got a roommate? Because you know, he, like, didn't hang with, like, my friends. So, like, he didn't know any of us. You know? Right, didn't know anybody. Either. Yeah, he was new to the group. So, anyway, I was like, yeah, you know, he's fucking nuts. I said, you know, just a heads up, man. He's just fucking out there, dude. So, just, like, be prepared. You, know? <laughs> you never know what's going to come yeah, out of his fucking well, mouth, Well, what he man. would do every day is he'd come home with a 12-pack. Uh, Molson Golden was what he drank. And he put a uh, six in the freezer yeah. and a six in the fridge. And he'd just start pounding them. And then he Why would bust you... out some scotch. I mean, yeah, he was fu- He drank, dude. He's got down hard. Shawback style, dude. <sighs> he could have hung, dude. He could have no, no one can, yeah, he no one can uh... compete with you. He could have fucking hung. So anyway, so, so he... So I told him, you know, this dude's fucked up, you know, like, just be prepared. So he comes home and he puts his six in the freezer and he goes, oh, what's this? 
And I was like, oh, I forgot all about it, dude. <laughs> it's just sitting there. And I got this guy that just joined the band in the fucking living room. We're in an efficiency apartment, dude. It ain't like you could run away, dude. Oh, We're in one oh. room, okay? Oh, no. So he goes, so the guy looks at me and he's like, what's that? I'm like, dude, just. And he's like, oh, he goes. What's that? And he takes it out. I'm like, you know what the fuck it is? He's like, oh, okay. So he sits it down on the kitchen table. Get the fuck out of here, dude. No. He goes in the fucking drawer and gets out a big fucking, <laughs> like a napkin, oh. like a, you go on a picnic with. The like red checkerboard man? fucking napkin. Like a big fucking napkin, dude. Stuffs it in there like all professional. Like it was fucking, Yeah. And he Dude. sits down with this thing in front of him. Did he eat the whole fucking thing? Hang on, please. Oh, okay. So this, <laughs> this dude and I are sitting there, even me, who's seen him do some fucked up shit. I'm yeah, sitting yeah. there just open mouthed at this. Like, is this happening? He takes the fucking bowl and grabs the pencil and he pulls it out like a popsicle. Dude, it was so disgusting. It was like four bowls. <laughs> he pulled it out. And this guy, Glenn, because he's going, because he's explaining it to him. He's like, I told Pete I would I would eat his puke, you know, whether he fried it. He went through the whole thing, fricasseed it, and it's like it again. He and froze I'm, it. And he's like, so he chose to freeze it. He goes, let's try it. You know, this dude's just like. He don't fucking know what the fuck's going on because he's like, he doesn't know this dude from Adam. And he took a fucking like little nibble of it and he goes, like chocolate brownies or like cake or something. I was like, oh my God, is it ain't chocolate cookies? And, and this dude was at the practice oh where we ate the chocolate cookies. So he's like, oh my God, are you serious? And he's oh, looking at geez. me like, why did you puke in a bowl, he said. That's right. As if, as if he was blaming me more for it than the motherfucker that sat there and, and ate, ate it. it piece by piece. He and the whole licked, fucking thing. And licked the fucking uh, pencil. Oh, It was the most God, disgusting dude. fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. The only other thing he did close to that was in high school. We we were out drinking one night, and this dude borrowed his mom's fucking like Mercedes, dude. It was fucking ridiculous, fucking nice car. Jesus, I fuck. lived in the fucking. I told you in Bethel, there were some rich people. I wasn't, but they were. Anyway, we're in a fucking Mercedes, and there's this girl with us, and the dude that was driving was telling everybody, "Do not fucking puke in here. Don't fucking spill anything in here. Nothing. Okay." Ah uh, shit. Then so, why take it? Because you're going to spill some exactly. shit. So she's all fucked up. So she winds up blowing chunks all over the back. <laughs> so Black and Curly up in the passengers looks back and reaches back there and starts like rummaging through it, picks up a piece and eats it. And the rest of us are just <laughs> like completely freaked. And he goes... Burger King, right? <laughs> and she goes, "Yeah." Oh my god! <laughs> Just so not only did this motherfucker shit, eat bro. puke, but he could fucking name what the fucking source <laughs> yeah, he, material he is. Look at, he look at, look at your puke and be like, dude. 
Taco Bell. It was so <laughs> fucking disgusting, man. But so. Taco Bell, it wouldn't be puke. It'd be in the toilet. Because uh, yeah, Taco Bell gives other you the side. Shits. Hail Tigers. <laughs> so, yeah. So, that's so that's my uh, frozen puke in the uh, freezer. Yeah, well, mentioned that to yeah, him at dinner. Was that, so. good, that was fucking hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, he did bring it up. I There's so many of them, dude. I, I, All he wants to do is eat man. a fucking vomit popsicle. Just wanted a popsicle. A puke-sicle, as you a call puke-sicle, it. A puke-sicle, yes. All right, we're going to wrap up the Mayhem segment and yes, move same. it on to the outro. Yeah, I've been having a good time listening to the memories. Yes, and a <laughs> little more Christmas-themed karaoke. of a That's fucking beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> you know why they treat you that that is beautiful because you know why the tree trap was the treetop was glistening. Why? Because it was a horror tree and it just came oh. out of a Bukaki film. Oh damn. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, Listening dude. to some of that shit is fucking ridiculous. Oh, it's fucking heartwarming. Yeah, oh Big Crosby's gotta have a fucking tear in his eye over that one. Yeah, he's got a boner in his boner. I guess. <laughs> so yeah, His so that was uh, that was friggin' ridiculous, but always fun to uh, to do stuff like that. So it's uh, it was a good episode. Yeah, it's always fun, dude. We appreciate you guys. You know, had a fucking killer year, and you know, since this is the last episode of twenty eighteen, you know, definitely. Great uh, wanted to have a good time. It's great and, to have Joey. Yeah, out here Joe in here, yeah, kicking it with us. Glad to finally be on. I mean, I work. I work second shift. So That's right. On, you were off so. this week, so it worked out. And next week, but you work second hands too. <laughs> Go, I wish me. you wouldn't talk about that on here. <laughs> <laughs> now, all the bumper music we played was from my past collection of karaoke stuff. <laughs> With a little Christmas. holiday theme, Christmas with Satan album. Christmas. And uh, I wished I could have put some of the Sodomized by Santa tracks on here, Jesus. but we only had so much time. So uh, we thought you guys bit. would enjoy a desecration of some holiday favorites. So good Sometimes stuff. you got to take uh, that holiday spirit, put it in a chokehold. Right. Kick it in the ball sack. Kick it in the ball sack. <laughs> I would wake up in the mornings hearing him do those. Yeah. Just him just. Oh. And that was your childhood. He's yeah. like, yep, this is Christmas. This is we need That's now. dad. Christmas yeah. is near when dad's screaming. Screaming his balls <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. So huge fuck yes to everybody listening. A few good ones out there that came in this week, man. Uh, definitely digging some. And uh, did you want to read the uh, the first one there? Chris? Uh, yeah. All right. So Rob Sanders says, uh, I never heard of Malachi Martin before. I watched that doc you mentioned on Netflix. Holy shit. That crazy or that's crazy. And thanks for talking about him. So yeah, I'm we're we are happy to enlighten you about something you never knew about. Cause when we go look for stuff, we look for obscure things like that yeah. too. Yeah, I think so, yeah, it's cool you. to do the obscure stuff like we've always been saying. So that's cool that Rob dug that. We appreciate that. And Cheryl Sims commented, I love you guys. Do you have any live podcasts coming up? I really 
would love to see one and meet you both. So, yeah, we've been talking about that, Cheryl. We mentioned it actually at the beginning of this episode. We'd like to do one in the Chicago area. We've got such a big audience up there. It's crazy. They've been dominating the top slot for the fucking months. So we really would like to go up there. So that would be one for sure. And And then locally here in central Illinois. We're looking at spots, trying to talk to people. Yeah, Yeah. we're going to do it. So definitely, Cheryl, if, if you like that kind of stuff. Um, just keep a watch out. We'll yeah. have, have something coming up. Yeah. And then, uh, Sandra, the good witch. Yeah. I like I just, that one. I just want you to know she's she the, good is the good witch. Uh, comedy. She said, Oh shit. She said, uh, <laughs> I don't know which one of you two are more stupid. I think you podcast is for idiots. <laughs> and I just want to tell you. <laughs> It 100% is, and I thank you, and I hope you actually listen yeah. to it and keep that frame of mind. I know. I thought that was a good one because, you know, people might think, oh, they're just going to put the, the good ones in there. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. No. In low 12, I used to, like, make a point to put, like, the worst ones in there, you know? Yeah, like. The worst. It doesn't know? matter. Talk your shit. Oh, I'm going to talk about you. I'm going to give you clout. There was a, <laughs> there was a literary agent. Uh, when I was uh, sending out my uh, stuff for six, when I wrote six and uh, trying to find an agent that would represent it. And most of these agents are women. Um, and I knew six yeah, was extreme didn't. fucking violence towards, well, everybody, but women is a, is a focal part because he hates Always, his mother yeah, and all this yeah. shit. So anyway, um, there was this one agent that really liked horror, and she said that uh, she wanted, she said in her little write-up of what she wanted, at the bottom it said she wants uh, you to freak her out, she said. Freak me out. So I wrote some fucking dark shit. So So she wanted the first three chapters, an outline, whatever, and I sent it to her, and then I got a response back, an email back that says this is the most horrible stuff i've ever read don't ever send me anything again <laughs> you know this is disgraceful or whatever and i was like you this asked. is fucking great you know like you I, I think asked. that kind of shit's funny so it doesn't doesn't upset me at all sandra hopefully you you turn and and come to the other side but whatever it's cool if you don't dig it now this is a good one chris i don't know joe you want to read this one the last sure. one Sure, Mama Good Time commented, which is amazing. It's a good one. <laughs> Mama Good Time. Mama Good Time commented, hey, Chris, can I wear that hat and ride you like a Bronco? I don't know. Can I wear you like a hat? <laughs> <laughs> Inquire within. Quid Pro. <laughs> so, Mama Good Time, you need to get a hold of us, get a hold of Chris, so we can maybe set yeah, what's you guys Mama up. Good time? Maybe. Which hat are you talking about, though? <laughs> we could do, like, the dating game. Yeah, we don't know if it's your Ted Bundy, Hello Ladies hat, or the cowboy hat. I don't know. Could be the light hat. Yeah. Uh, You're talking about spurs be. and saddle and everything? I don't or... know. I don't know. I hope so. So, so those were some steamy comments so. this, yeah, time yeah. Around, this time around. So, Mama, good time sounds like a fun, oh, uh, yeah, feisty Mama, good gal. time. Hit me up. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, don't forget to go uh, murdermetalmayhem.com to purchase T-shirts or koozie. You can also listen to all the episodes in streaming format on there. Uh, you can pick up one of my books at PeteAltieri.com if you dig horror and suspense. Each one comes with a free poster. 
and bookmark. So check that out. And we really can't let you guys go without at least one more Christmas theme karaoke. Christmas. This is our Christmas episode. Yeah. Of the year, New Year's. So yeah, and this is one that I took and I changed it a little bit. You know, like we know it as this, but I made it that. You made it your own. I did. I own this bitch. Okay. Yeah, you did. Yeah. So anyway, this is uh, one that we want to kind of end the year Anybody with. like butt sex? Something kind of fun. So Cowboy butt sex. Until next time, keep one foot in the gutter. And one fist in a motherfucker's ass. Ho, ho, ho. Grandma got sodomized while you rang here. Walking over our house, Christmas you can't say there's no such thing as Satan. But as for me and Grandpa, we believe. She'd been drinking too much eggnog. And we begged her not to go. No, y'all are. But she wanted to party. So she stumbled out the door with some blow. When they found her Christmas morning. At the scene of the attack She had hoof prints on her forehead And some reindeer tears frozen to her back Oh, that's fucking gross Grandma got sodomized by a reindeer Walking home from our house Christmas Eve You can say there's no such thing as Satan But as for me and Grandpa, we believe now we're all so proud of Grandpa He's been taking this so well He loves surfing porn all day Drinking beer and smoking balls with Cousin Belle It's not Christmas without Grandma All the family's dressed in black And we just can't help but wonder why did she spend so much time on her breast? Send them back. Grandma got sodomized by a reindeer. Walking home from our house Christmas Eve. You can say there's no such thing as Satan. But as for me and Grandpa, we believe. Now the goose is on the table. And the pudding made of fig And the blue and studded dildo That would just have matched the hair in Grandma's wig I've warned all my friends and neighbors Better watch out for yourselves They should never give a license To a man who drives a sleigh and plays with himself Grandma got sodomized by a reindeer Walking home from our house Christmas Eve You can say there's no such thing as Satan But as for me and Grandpa, we believe Sing it, Grandpa Grandma got sodomized by a reindeer Walking home from our house Christmas Eve You can say there's no such thing as Satan but as for me and Grandpa, we believe, yeah.